This podcast is brought to you by Shout Engine. In less than five minutes, you can start your own podcast for free with ShoutEngine.com. No foam theory. What's that? Is, is there theory on foam? Do you, can you help us place more foam in a better situation? No, I just put. I just all the studios I had were just a shit ton of foam. Yeah, it was just put foam the, everywhere. It's just everywhere. They we used don't to, have to decorate. Yeah, they used to put it on the DJs, which was annoying. <laughs> but, no, they built the room. You have one of those bomb diffuser outfits. <laughs> you have to go to spin records. <laughs> The fireworks theory. Looks like you're gearing up for a hockey game before you go into do radio. Exactly, yeah. Mm. We're live. It's a smoke entire podcast. We're going to begin these in real time. That's how this goes. As opposed to fake time? As opposed to... After time? Imaginary time. Time isn't real. The word real time is a little stupid when you're talking about actual life, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose. Now that Although Bill Maher gets away with calling his show real time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. But he uses two separate words. Like Honda. Not, he's keeping <laughs> it real. Not, and uh, joining us today, that's Aaron Gold. Hiya. From About.com. And you have a long history of writing my cards. Where else have you, where oh, have you been? Uh, well, I freelance for a lot of people, so I do some videos for Auto by Tell. I've written for Vroom Girls. I've written for... Uh, <coughs> Vroom Girls. Vroom Girls. Vroom Girls, yeah. I made a lot of money writing for women's <laughs> sites. No, it's true. And really? actually, yeah. Do you change your name to E-R-I-N You know, Girls? you laugh, but we. T- I wrote my first... The first ever review for Vroom Girls, I wrote as a woman. And I make a I make a really what good was your, girl. What was your girls name? Go. Well, it was Aaron. And then we <laughs> talked about it. We talked about it at length. And we and and Tara Weingartner runs the site. She said, you know, I don't want to. Is that a dude? No, no, it's a. <laughs> Tara's a real life woman. She did Newsweek for like you know sixty years, but. Yeah. Um, she said, "You know, I don't want to. I don't want to deceive the deceive the the readers. So we'll, you know, we'll keep you at your gender. And nobody really cares. But once at the end of one review, I wrote, I think it was a Hanna Pilot review. There was a comment on there saying, you know, I was really disappointed. You know, I'm a woman looking for women's reviews, and and I was disappointed that this was written by a guy. So Tara emails me the comment, and she said, you want to reply to this? And I said, oh yes. And I addressed one comment, and then I said, fortunately, you know, at Vroom Girls, Tara Weingarten hires us based on our talent, not on our gender. Oh, our gender, gender. Yeah, take that." Glass ceiling go. for men? Yes. Nah. Yeah. So, uh, Way so, to yeah. get that bitch. Was, How dare they keep the white man down? If I want to take jobs down. for women, exactly. I'll take jobs well, for women, I don't count as a white man, according to the real white people. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a member of the tribe, so or a former member of the tribe, so Did yeah, I'm defect? not that white. Yeah, I just it's, I figured out you. it's not. So it's, few of them get away. No, you know what? I'm still, I can't, we can't really get away with it. I'm just like, there can't be You know what? We should start playing a game on the show, Guess the Jews. Because <laughs> it's, it's kind of a bunch of them. Well, there it's are. hard to tell with some of us in this group. Lieberman, uh, I would have guessed. Lieberman, yeah. yeah. Alana, yeah. <laughs> We're guess. all over. And now with the they can't hide. Now they have Jaws, the Jewish Auto Writer Society. You're so kidding. we're all being really? outed. I'm not kidding. They did wait, a wait, Seder. Wait, wait, that's a fucking thing. You yeah, should be a member. Russell real Jaws. thing. Yeah, I'll get you. You're you're a member, oh, right? Oh, l'chaim. I'll bring the charoset. <laughs> we did. We did a Seder at Katz's Deli at the really? New York Auto Show. Yeah, yeah. that's oh, pretty that's cool. Fucking great. I'd, ex- I'd explain this gorgeous shiksa from General Motors about really? what we're doing. I'm like, I don't. Okay, I don't believe in any of this stuff anymore. But here's how it goes. You know, <laughs> I'm wildly disappointed. In was it a people was right it now. a stop on like the GMC terrain drive or something? No, it was like he said on a thing. He said we never get to do a Seder because of the New York Auto Show. We're doing a Seder and we're doing it. 
Nick Katz's, which is like, you know, in New York. We should go to the only place for next year, the only place Jewier than Katz's, my mother's house. (laughs) They'll have a Seder there. I would be down for that. Oh, I can't. And my Matt was so proud of it. Wait, 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 wait. Your mother doesn't live in Boca yet. She does. She's on her way, though. Yeah. Where is she? <laughs> My mom, she's in Greenwich, Connecticut. Oh, yeah. We used and to go to... she's the proud owner of a new Jaguar F-Type coupe. No My mom way. My balling she... as fuck right now. Is your dad uh, still alive? Yeah. Is your mom... Uh, <laughs> Not cute? for long. <laughs> Her mom, his mom had a midlife crisis. Did you live at, did you live at, in Greenwich? I lived in, in Purchase, which is right across the New York right. border from Greenwich. Yeah. You remember Monero's? Yes. We used to go to Monero's like every five minutes. Really? It's My grandfather was a little... Shit. Yeah. It's good. What's and Monero? It's this old school yeah. steakhouse from the 1950s. It's super old school. Is it still open? Yeah. No, it oh, closed. Oh, when did it they, close? It, it, it closed a couple of years ago. But I just met a journalist who told me that somebody opened up a place that has the meats, the garlic bread, and the gorgonzola salad. I don't. I don't there's know. There's nobody left place. listening to your podcast. But um, <laughs> no, we have. We have there's big three boys. people from Greenwich. We're like, ah, let's find it. Find the garlic bread. We've yeah. never sold a medium shirt, so. That's a good point. That's a good. Well, we have the we sold all but the mediums of the new uh, Back to the Future shirt. Have you been to Sparks? I heard that's like old school gangster. I've not been to Sparks. I have. It's good. That's I want to go in Greenwich. No, No, Sparks is in the city. Yeah, it's in the city. It's like it's a it's a mafia hitman kind of fucking steakhouse. I go cash only, right? Or is that something else? Luger's is cash only and not fucking worth it. Everyone talks about Luger's like the great. It's not that good. How often do you think they're audited? Lugers. Cash only. Fre- frequently. Yeah, well, imagine. they ain't audited if the IRS wants to keep windows in the front of their store. You know what I'm talking <laughs> about? <laughs> um, so, Aaron, you were about to get, right, right before Chris hit fucking record, you were about to get into some of your more interesting cars. So, <laughs> you rolled up in a press car, which is a very nice looking Hyundai Genesis, uh, yeah. five liter. Actually, I think the five Lupino Is that Genesis. the uh, refreshed one? Yeah, it's the That's new one. I haven't seen that one. one. I'll have to look at it. It's rather, it, it looks like a fusion. Blue. Yeah, it's 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 striking in a Hyundai in a South Korean kind of way. Um, I was gonna, so I got to tell a story because so I uh, I emailed um, when Matt emailed me about the podcast. I said, do they have secure parking? And uh, Matt says, yeah, we got a parking lot. It's pretty safe. I leave my uh, DeLorean there. And I said, oh, well, in that case, I'll bring said, the Viper instead of the Genesis. That's what he and said. Then, I was and very then, excited. Yeah, well, no, and then and then Matt writes back, yeah, okay, dude. And I'm like, oh, I'm such a douche because <laughs> like this is like this is getting invited. This is like getting invited to sit at the cool kids table, which never happens to me. I'm like so amazed to be here. And right away, I'm a douche before <laughs> I even ex- walk in the door. Were you expecting me to be get very excited over the Viper? No, I was expect. I don't know. I was expecting like a price eventual. Oh, good, yeah, that'll. It'll look good near my Aventador and near the, you know, right next to the to It'll the run, If you had actually have. bought it, yeah. it would be parked in between my Volt and Chris's scooter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then what happened is so, and I took a picture on my cell phone in case you think I'm lying. But the as I was on my way over here, just uh, just I ran an errand with my kid. I dropped him off. I'm, I'm heading towards the freeway, and it throws a TPMS light. Oh. And this is how. Shit. And it was For those one who aren't familiar, low. the listeners, that's when you uh, your the trunk is immediately full of TP. Yeah, exactly. Because it's, it's, it's Italian, and I'm going. You know, <laughs> wow, that's a stretch. Yeah, nice. Well, there's like in, there's only like only a forty percent chance that the tire is actually low. It was showing yeah, a little yeah. low mm-hmm. on the gauge, and I'm like, they're never going to believe this. So I took a picture. But this is how old I'm getting. I'm like, oh, what a shame! I have to take the Genesis because the the Viper is uh, awesome, is but it, it's loud and it's cramped and it's uncomfortable. It's a press it car, right? Is it yours? No, no, no. I don't know anything like what that. What is it? Uh, it's which a press one is car. It? Is it the red one? The red GTS with the black stripes. Oh, that's the yeah, one we yeah, had. Yeah. 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 
that just, car. It's, well, did you flatten the tire on it by any chance? No, we, no. Had, we had five we months ago. Was it that long ago already? When he said he could have brought three months ago. When he said he was bringing the Viper, you could have been like. Oh, yeah, we had one of those. I, I liked it so little, uh, Zach drove it. I drove the Porsche. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really crushed his spirit. That's, you know, that boils that whole review down to one fucking <laughs> sentence, doesn't it? Do you know George Notaris? We're going to say yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, George is always like, when I get, a, when I get a, a cool press car, I'll tell him. He's like, which one is it? The yellow one? Oh, yeah, I had that one yeah. like three months ago. That's he's always like, says. in the sense that, like, I had your wife like a week before you met her, you know, stuff like that. So actually, when I, I got... That. Yeah, I fucked your Viper. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> so what he did does. Zach so did Zach and when I, got, did you I had a little Viper? tryst with the Viper as well. <laughs> Everybody's had the Viper. I'm okay. At my age, I'm okay with that. You want to have, have you seen you, the NSX though? The, uh, yeah, I had that. I had the that silver? NSX. Who had it first? The silver 2005. I'm I had, sure I had it. I last. had sloppy 47. <laughs> somehow. That and I got to turn in it before the rest of you guys did. That car of the that <laughs> car have, uh, has a nickname too. Houston. <laughs> Listen, I am so. Uh, <laughs> I am so on Acura's shit list. I'm amazed I got in the car and all. But no, so I get home. I get to. I picked up this Genesis at the airport, and they tried to give me the wrong car. They had a big mix up, and they tried to give me Georgia Georgia Taris's Genesis, which is a 3.8. And I can't wait to call them and say, "Yeah, they tried to give me your car, but I waited because mine's nicer." (laughs) 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 Oh, you only got the 3.8. Somebody's on not on Hyundai's Christmas list. George, man, he gets he gets he his. uh, It's because he wears that blazer <laughs> because every time he's at a press launch like 95 degrees at the fucking racetrack he goes hold up hold that take and gets his and the goes blazer. full mr rogers but the other way when he puts Gotta on the, the nice blazer. shoes and the blazer but he can also walk into any pta meeting and get all the coffee and cookies he wants and any greek like festival however yeah. the only difference between that is when he's got the ascot on he wouldn't be allowed into the pta meeting <laughs> would you let alex roy into a pta meeting even no. if his kid was in the class <laughs> <laughs> but that's my kid no, we, we know mr roy we need to we get know. alex back on the podcast when he comes back I was. I need to find a way to to make George that. feel very very silly. It would make me laugh because George is. A very, I like him a lot. He's very funny, smart trip, guy. Yeah. He was him and Jeff Glucker came to my parents' <laughs> house. We went at, oh, after the RCF it. launch. They were like, "Oh, we're at the Lexus dinner," and it, it was in. It was where I grew up. The launch was, and you know, while I we appreciate all the Lexus is nice. It was at a hotel that that sucked in a place. It was at the sucked. Ritz. It was at the Ritz. The Ritz, yeah, but the Ritz in White Plains. The Ritz exactly. in White Plains. <laughs> Overlook, the, yeah. That is the shittiest Ritz. Yeah. Overlooking the yeah. crappy mall. <laughs> and the DMV, right? That's the, the DMV, DMV where, DMV I, re- where is, I registered my Polara it is at right that DMV. There. No, no, I, you guys are wrong about earlier. You're both the whitest people <laughs> ever. No, you don't last, understand. Last We're name, from Westchester. Last Doesn't matter. Oh, the Ritz is a German George, company. George is good. And have you seen his Inside the Motorman studio thing that he does? No. The interviews? Oh, it's, yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. The interviews, yes, yeah. yes. I yes, love I that they were called that. George I is a, the, yeah. the Bob Lutz one was really I, good. That Bob Lutz one was great. I yeah. adore making fun of George. I live to <laughs> yeah. make fun of George. <laughs> you um, have to. But he, yeah, he, and he makes it easy, but he is, he does some amazing stuff and he's a great interviewer. He's a good guy. He, yeah, he came I'm over to my parents' house with, uh, with, with Glucker and we, we, and Thaddeus and my other two friends and we drank seven bottles of fucking wine <laughs> on my parents' back porch after the RCF launch. He told me about that because I think I, I think he told me or Glucker told me. I want to say it was, it's, it sounds like a George, I can't remember who, I can't remember what my middle name is, but it's a, it's a George kind of thing to do. Oh, it, you know, oh, I blew off the dinner. I went to have, have, uh, dinner with a friend that I see like once every century. But, oh, yeah, well, I was at, uh, I was at, uh, Matt Ferris's house, polishing the wine, reading the wine cellar. Yeah. <laughs> but that might have been Glucker. That sounds 
was a glucker. I would I would bet that to be a glucker. Thing. No, he'd be excited. He'd be like, it was awesome. <laughs> George would totally do the, yeah. oh, well, I got to go to the Dominican <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. To, to glucker, it would be a bunch of guys sitting around drinking wine. To George, it would be, uh, yeah, it would be a, the, like a national press conference. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah you know, President Obama stopped by and we said, not now. <laughs> We're talking cars. You just get back in your Cadillac Escalade with a diesel uh, and go home. Yeah. You know what's funny? Between my last two, three trips to parents' house, I think I've been partied to a case of wine by now. We have drank so much wine there. It's fucking retarded. Um, by the way, this reminds me. We're going to talk about the Lexus RCF. We have to wait to post the podcast until September 4th at 11 p.m. That's the embargo. 8 p.m. our time. Oh, yeah, 8 p.m. 8 p.m. our time. There's an embargo on it. So we're going to have a slight delay on podcast posting this this well, week. Which it's, thank- it's good that the podcast listeners are getting that message early. They need to know Because <laughs> they're going to listen to the podcast. First, they're going to go, why you. the fuck isn't the podcast on Wednesday? Because if it's like two hours late, they freak out. And then the people who finally do do listen, they're going to hope. They go, I hope they talk about what the fucking holdup was. Yeah. And so that's, that's why. I'll I'm just- glad you picked up on that. Because if you'd said, yeah, we can't talk about that, I'm thinking, you poor schmucks. You just booked <laughs> two hours with the least interesting man <laughs> in the world. <laughs> Don't flatter yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me. When his when a light bulb blows, he pays a guy to fix it. He's the least interesting man in the world. I don't always drink beer, but when I do, I prefer whatever's on sale. <laughs> man, we gotta have we need to have Aaron and Spinelli together. Oh He's from I, my hometown. This You're is both from New Rochelle. Yeah. Wait, so you had, but you, you, oh, so you're, oh, now, this is what we're talking about. He could be a great newscaster for the Daily Show style. Automotive show. Oh, yeah. Him and we George Notaros in the field. You tried that? We tried that. We did for MSM, we did a show called Inside Cars. We experimented with a lot of stuff, uh-huh. and then they did a deal with uh, with uh, Motor Trend for Motor Trend TV. And so we knew it wasn't going to get renewed, but yeah. we did that. We tried a daily yeah. show, and some of it did was. Did people get it? I don't know if people would get it. Like, what if the daily show was only on the internet from the very beginning? Like, would people get it? I don't or know. They, I don't would know. they think it was real? They said some of them because the, the guys at MSM. I, I didn't. I didn't really. I never looked at the comments because you know you never read your own your own comments. But um, try not. To. Some of them went really well. But I had stuff like I can't believe they let me do it. I did something about the Acura killing the TSX wagon, uh, and then this is why I'm on Acura shit list. And I said something <laughs> like uh, you know in other news Acura is working on a time machine so they can go back to the 1990s when their cars mattered and people bought them. <laughs> and like they actually let me do stuff it's like that, which line. is pretty yeah, cool. Proud of that and line. fucking, by the way, months. like accurate, I would say. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's true sad. statement. It's sad, but the, people, you can be on accurate shit list, but like if they didn't make their cars heinous over the last ten years, they wouldn't have a shit list. Well, we just, had the yeah. uh, we had the former head of uh, Hunter and Accurate Marketing on for for the U.S. Uh, market yeah. on on Hooniverse, like I don't know, three four months ago, and he was just venting left and right about the massive idiocy that they in like two thousand two. Acura was the shit. That was from, when yeah. he was in charge. From nineteen eighty six to two thousand two, Acura yes. was the shit. How awesome was the R <clears throat> was the RSX? RSX. Who was made the idea awesome. to kill? Were they not selling? Were you around during that? Were you working? I was. Time? Yep. How and I drove you? a Type R. I'm four. I just turned forty three. Okay, so you were around during that time. Oh yeah. You're you're a bit older than us. I started. I started getting into awesome it right about that time. when you were, the, when you were I, well, writing about before it. Before I was before I was writing, I used to carpool with a with. Uh, actually, I knew two people who had uh, Type was Integra, Integra was a Type, type R. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. the hot rod, but the sort of hot rod. The, the type the uh, the GSR. Yes. Yeah, two, the two, two, both women. 
Mm. Neither of whom I slept with. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I had to keep a book on my lap most of the times we drove together. And I drove both of them, and they were friggin' awesome. And they had that really, that like sort of pistol grippy, really uh, yeah, it was uh, phallic like, it was like shifter. a long cock line. Yes. <laughs> it was so that's, phallic. That's why they didn't need you. Yeah, exactly. You know what? I was married, and I think I had the opportunity with one, and I didn't. Cause, and I know it was my soon-to-be ex-wife, and I knew she was my soon-to-be ex-wife. And I know if I'd called her on the phone, because I, I went over to this person's house to kind of bitch and moan, and I, and, and I know if I called up my ex and said, listen, you know, we, we know things are not going. Is it okay if I bang so She probably just said, yeah, go ahead. You know, why not? It saves me from, you know, that or gives me the been, month off. It could have been um, uh, your honor, and then he fucked the GSR owner. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know it had a K-20, but. Uh, and then the, and then your judge would have been, you fucked the GSR owner? Case dismissed, you know. Was it, oh, was it a tight That could have been a very expensive that problem. That could have been very, I just knocked my enormous That was Aaron almost spilling away. a liter of water on this recording. But having the cap on, that's why I put the cap on. So anyway, so that thing was awesome, and then. And then the um, and then the uh, uh, the Type R was even more awesome. <laughs> Every like, Type R ever has been stolen. <laughs> it's the most. It was the most stolen car. Like by percentage of cars built versus cars stolen, I think it was the most stolen car I, ever by 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 volume. I have the only. I own the only CRX SI. That somebody stole and then gave back. <laughs> it's in such crap. Is that shape. true? It's Is that true. A true story. Someone stole that car. Somebody and was stole like, nah, our CRXSI, and uh, three days later it was recovered with no wheels and no stereo. So because I think they figured out exactly how shitty it was. They had tried to fix some stuff, but they had a bottle of water, a bottle, a big bottle, an antifreeze bottle full of water. So clearly they discovered the overheating problem. Um, I used to say that car. I didn't. I didn't inventory. We'll talk more about my cars. I'm sure you want to. No. Right now, okay. now is the time. So this We're 89 CRX, it was Robin's car, my wife Robin's car when I met her. It's been, it's in storage. It's sitting in the back at, at STI for years. Does I'm it have wheels on it? It's still there. It, last I checked, but I, I put a pickup truck that, you know, you know, Mark, I don't know if he wants his last name mentioned. You know Mark at STI? Um, I think so. We have a truck that was going to be a lemons truck and that I store there. He let me store there. Okay. He's like, I hope you don't mind, but I sold the bumper. <laughs> <laughs> he said somebody had a bent one, so I put. There's one on it. It's just not the same one. So I have the CRX. So I did an inventory, a mechanical inventory, and I figured the only subsystems of that car that are entirely working properly are the directional signals and the clock. Oh God! <laughs> Every other. Thing either is bent or you know or dented or making weird grinding noises or burning something. Oh man! So, so what you have is a soapbox car. I have a basically no. It'll drive. It'll, oh, it'll it run. It needs a head gasket. You ever see? You ever see a uh, like a dog that has a really old dog that has really bad <laughs> legs? Okay, <laughs> and they see you and they're all happy and they get up and it's a real struggle. And then when they get to their feet, they're all waggy and they're so happy they got on their yeah, feet yeah, and they can yeah. walk over. Yeah. When you start my CRX, that's like me with. My spine getting up from laying down. Yeah, and you're yeah. so amazed that it happened. And when you start the CRX, it does this like. Oh, wow, oh my god, I made it! I made it! Yes, I'm running again. And the shifter, the bearings are. I don't know if it's the bushings. It's a, do you think it knows its own mortality? Oh, this car so knows its own mortality. This car so knows. You have to go. You have to go up and down to make sure it's in neutral because it goes side to side. In oh every gear. yeah, no, I, I, you know, I, I drunkenly tried to buy a CR. Well, actually, I drunkenly bought. A CRX SI from Andrew Comrie Picard. Oh, I know. On yeah. this program in Canada, 
And the one thing I remember about when I finally went to the fucking middle of nowhere in eastern Canada, he told me that car was in Toronto. It was no fucking where near Toronto. Okay? It was Relatively speaking. The and the man that sold it to you had an erection. Yes, he did. And it's not that there was video evidence of it. Uh, but yeah. that is the one defining characteristic of that car is that neutral was in every gear. Yeah. It's from a, la a lateral motion perspective. Well, the cool part is, so first you go way over to the left and up, yeah. and then it goes back to the middle. Second you go left – oops, there's oh, the, there. sorry, the microphone. For second you go left, down, left again, and down. <laughs> but the cool part is second to third is straight up, and third to fourth is straight down. I and think then, the problem was yeah. I was not driving it properly. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to He's drive it to like a normal things. age so you, pattern. You thought it was an age pattern. Yeah, it turns out it's a it's a it's a Z pattern. It's, yeah, it's I a, wouldn't it's even a, say Z. I would say it's a doctor's it signature like, pattern. It's, it's, like it's it Japanese. Like it's kanji. It's spin art. But let me tell you something. Even in crappy, shitty shape. That car is more fun than 80% of everything I drive. I friggin' love that car. Well, I, you know, for different reasons, I'd imagine. Yeah, but it's I, just... We've it's... had enough shitboxes in our day to know <laughs> what is fun and what is not fun and why it is fun. So how well... it's Once it's running, you're good, right? No. Oh. But, um, <laughs> but if you know most of its foibles, we can keep it from overheating. The trick is so that the... We've already put a... It has a junkyard motor because it, it, it overheated and bent the head. So uh, the trick is the, the thermostat, the, whatever, the temperature switch doesn't work right. Um, so the fan doesn't come on with temperature, yeah. but the air conditioning fan does work. You know, there's two fans on the radiator, yeah. the hook you to different switch switches. The so the trick is, no, I haven't done, no, I just turn, I have a, every time you downshift to second, air conditioner on. So the, <laughs> the move is actually, second to third is is straight up with your finger extended. Because you go, you go second one, to third, it's, if I do it right and I let go of the shifter right, it's, up and then push the button. I see an entire YouTube show called How I Drive My Shitbox. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because all you do, all you have to do is a, it's a 45 second video where it's just, here's how I start it. Here's how I go through the gears. Here's how I stop it. Mm -hmm. here's, you know what I mean? And I, I did. Bet, I bet you would have a whole bunch of really. Because that Corbin's fucking shitbox, the most interesting part of that whole video is how you start it. Because but that was a, a, a well-running car. You get cars. We get cars <laughs> yeah. on Big Muscle where the phrase "sometimes" happens a lot. Where it's yeah. like, now, sometimes you got to do this a little bit. You, know, <laughs> you, you got to feather it while turning the wheel left. I I, I, tr I did a blog entry when about dot com cars had a blog about, and I couldn't find a good word for it. Like, but the the car ritual that you lived with the longest, uh -huh. you know, the, the crappy <laughs> the, stuff. The, you oh, had to it's got to do this when it this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the record, he didn't post it, but it's a guy I used to. I took I studied improv for years with a guy named Gary Austin, and for ten years or so, Gary drove a pickup truck that wouldn't turn left, and he so like. If he went in the wrong gate at Universal Studios, which is just a quick right and a right, for him to go around Universal Studios, it was a 15-minute trick. Cause, what? Cause he could, yeah, he couldn't do the left and the left. He'd only go right. He How could go does a it little, not a little left? Well, here's what. You'd go a little left, but you couldn't make a full left turn. What actually happened was the, the engine the engine went out bad. It was a small block. So we put a big block in it. It has a lower oil pan. Oh, the steering rack. But the steering, yeah, the yeah. steering arm didn't clear. So <laughs> the mechanic said. Are you fucking kidding? No, I'm not kidding. He, he, he has no cars. So um, <laughs> That's not an excuse. But he was, yeah, he, so he just, instead of having it fixed, he drove it that way for like over a year. And to back out of his driveway was like this crazy multi-step J-turn. And he said he had a neighbor 
who used to, the neighbor would be out there every morning watching, and after a while, the neighbor used to invite people. And (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling somebody else the story. He'd leave in the morning, and there would be like three or four people watching him do this back and forth thing without turning left. That's amazing. Can I still watch this? No, he's, he got rid of the truck years oh, ago, but he wrote, a, he, he wrote a – I think he eventually fixed okay. it, but he wrote a he, – he was a, a kind of a country songwriter, and he wrote a song about it. I got to find is it. it. That is a My fucking – truck doesn't turn left? Yeah. What's it called? Yeah, it was, yeah. I don't remember. I, he sang it for us once. I don't remember all of it, but it was the, the, the chorus was like, uh, it takes three right turns to make a left, six rights to make a U. Every trip is a something, something, a circular rendezvous. It was it – was, if, if if I can, he's he's not real well, but I'll I'll maybe we'll get oh him to come down here and perform God. the song. His, that... the air. His, his song's called "It's a Ten Minute Drive and I'll Be There in an Hour." Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's about the size of it. But I love that. I love that oh, level so of commitment to a crappy amazing. car. I like that your excuse though is that oh he doesn't know a lot about cars. I think everyone knows they should go both directions. That's a commitment to laziness. To. Like that's, I said, yeah. that's stubbornness. It's oh I think it's not you know he's out, you know you don't want to pay anything. It's he can't do it yourself. <laughs> it's expensive to get a to get a. You I know, don't know the. Con- Convenience of turning left might be on my priority list. That is amazing, though. It I, teaches you not to be in a rush. What are have you? Do you have some things that you have lived with for a very long time? Uh, the CRX is probably the worst. Oh, the thing about the CRX, so the so the main relay was going bad. Um, and it's and when the car was warm, it got worse and worse. When the car was warm, it wouldn't restart. It would cold start. Yeah. But then if it hadn't run at least fifteen minutes, it would stop. It wouldn't start. Yeah. Unless you let it sit. So I used to keep a book in the car. So if I had to, like, leave the house and then get gas, if the car had been running less than 10 minutes, I'd put gas or whatever. If I turned the key and the relays didn't click, I know it wasn't going to work. So i get my book out. The book was a, you know, standard-sized book. About yeah. a page and a half was what it took. I'd read about a page and a half. page and a half later, the car would start. <laughs> and I had actually given that instruction to somebody. I'm like, if you, if you shut it off in the first 10 minutes, read a page there's a book a on the passenger seat. <laughs> start anywhere you like. Page and a half, and the car will be ready to start again. And then it got to the point where sitting out in the sun would affect it, so I could only move. How it many certain books times. did you complete that way? I, no, I had one book for the CRX, so I never finished any. Oh, books. it's only one book. I had a CRX book. Yeah, I don't remember what it was. You That's something only, I could read. Is it a book on CRX? I think it was like no. I think was, I think it was like the Sherlock Holmes or something like that. Short stories. It's like a paper egg timer. So it was exactly, yeah. It was like a page and a half was, that was about right. That is amazing. And then I would finally change it because then the car would sit in the sun and then I could only move it certain times of the day. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I'd be fucked because if the – we have alternate side of the street parking. And if I parked it in a place where the shade wasn't on it, I'd have to push it across the street because oh it wouldn't start. Oh. You so you bump just had a, re- a resistance problem somewhere in the electrical system. No, it was this particular relay. And then I, and then I read what the instructions. What did that relay cost? Well, it's not what the relay cost. The relay was a few bucks, but it was – I, I, I read the instructions for how to do it online, and they said, okay, you know, you go up by the by the first, hood release. don't be Jewish. Yeah, first thing, don't be Jewish. Because Jews and cars, eh, not so much. Um, they're like, reach up as far as you can possibly go, and your hands, at the very end of your reach, there will be a small plastic box. That's amazing that's visual n- right now. That's everybody. not it. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. And they would say, anyway, when you touch that with your fingertips, that's not it. The relay you want is another four oh, inches. Yeah, and basically yeah. Feel they, for the little bump. Yeah, yeah. Basically, what they said is when they designed this car, they started with a blank sheet of paper and the main relay and built the car. Right? <laughs> that sucks. So, so it, you said wow. you had a bus. I had two buses. What are, 
How okay. do you acquire a bus? How do you first? acquire a bus? bus? And how did you end up with a second bus? Uh, okay, so the excuse was I was going to turn it into an RV. That's okay. always where I imagine yeah. it always starts there. The truth, which I've I always want to do that, by the way. The truth, yeah. Never going to do it. I had a perfect. <laughs> my, actually, my second one's still for sale. My second one's really? for sale is yeah, a guy partially converted it to a toy hauler. Okay. Because um, the engine's in the middle, so he <laughs> put a big back. To, it would be a kick-ass. It would be a kick-ass toy hauler. Really? Um, so what was the first The bus? first one was a General Motors fishbowl city bus, so the big glass front. Oh, the those are kind of cool, actually. Yeah, the truth is I just wanted a bus, and it was too is nice to the, cut up. Is that a bus from, like, a league of their own? What uh, year are we talking? I don't remember. Well, mine was... <laughs> or, like, from Speed? You're going to discover that the, this is why it's so hard, was so hard for me to get a date when I was single. Um, this The depth of my geekiness. No, this is the one that GM built until 1977. Uh, just look up GM New Look. If GM you're look Fish Bowl oh, Bus. Is this, yeah. is this GM the front-wheel drive one? No, no, no. No, 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 no I'm not talking about friend. Uh, this is a real-life... Oh, yeah. Thing. This is the, bu- this is the next the stop. Bus. City bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. City bus, yeah. So you mine was a penny. You one of these? You had a city... One of these yeah, city buses? Yeah, that's bus? the one. That's like... Yeah, I had this one. This is the one of the, the bus from Speed. From the yes, movie Speed. Exa- yes. No. This is the speed that was bus. a 40 foot. Mine was a 35 footer. Although, okay. if you look, there's some shots of a 35 footer in there. Um, <laughs> mine was a Canadian built one from 79 with a good transmission. Okay. Um, and, uh, <laughs> that, is that yes. a relative term you, in this? I <laughs> bow to your nerdiness. <laughs> All right. I had the V730 automatic transmission. I love that thing. I friggin' love that thing. And, okay, so uh, you bought it, you wanted to convert it to an RV of some kind. Yeah, and then it was just too nice to cut up. And then the Gillig came up. You know the old school buses that you see around here in Los Angeles? Yeah, the Rounded like one. In the 50s, yeah. Those do they are, do that so they can use them at movie shoots from any time period? You know, they built them. You know, the last one of those was built in '86. They built them so well, they built themselves right out of business because they all have um, off-the-shelf truck parts and they're aluminum. So, like, they just they, so, they have their million-mile vehicles. For those who are not in Los Angeles or have never been to Los Angeles, the school buses here look like buses from like the 40s practically. They're ra- they're very rounded, very yes. like art deco-y. That's my GM. Yeah, that's yeah. So and, that's a yeah. And they're like they they could be in any movie from the fucking 40s and look like they would fit in or the, the 50s yes. at the very least. And the first um, se- they designed that body in the 50s. In the first season of Emergency, Crown used to make fire engines, those cool rounded fire yeah. engines. I didn't have a Crown. <laughs> I had a Gillig, which was their northern California competitor. Okay. So have you ever seen the one that looks sort of like a uh, uh, Looks sort of like a crown, but has this sad face on it, like a Gillig. It's like called this a Gillig. You got to find a Gillig school bus. Did you okay. drive around? Do you have a commercial driver's license and everything? I didn't need it because my my uh, my uh, the Gillig was registered as an RV, and the the GM was registered as a passenger car. So I got out of more parking oh, tickets. Oh, okay. So the is this the wow. Gillig with the rounded see. front like this? Yes, and These I know. Who, and by the way, super fucking cool. And by the way, I know <clears> whose <throat> bus that is. That wow. one you just picked up. You the one on Google Images I found. Yeah, that's Stephen. So this Reznos. bus is. Um, okay, yeah. It's got a very recognizable front, and yeah. the front was used as a uh, like a train car front in like Mister Rogers' neighborhood. Oh, was it? Yeah. That it would make sense. Just like the cape, the the train car in Mister Rogers' neighborhood. That's that's what I had. I had this Gillig. That thing that's had a awesome. Dude. It had a seven hundred forty three cubic inch six cylinder Cummins awesome. and a five speed crash box transmission. I friggin love that thing. Oh, that's great. Yeah, they're all sticks. So they had act, ten speeds. In you it. actually had to double clutch that thing. You had to double clutch, or you didn't yeah. use. Once it warmed up, you didn't use the clutch. But the really yeah up or down. Up or down. Wow. You just kind of wait for it, and it just kind of goes in. Or? Well, it, d- clutch or no, single, double, or no clutch. If you're not at the, if you're not within about 50 RPM, it won't go into gear. And I'm the yeah. only guy 
And to downshift, you have to get it just right. I'm the only mm-hmm. guy in the history of learning how to drive a crash box who could downshift but not upshift. Because, like, <laughs> really? I had to drive it home from, like, Elsinore, and I got lucky on every single downshift. But I'd go to do one to two, and I'd miss it, and you got to put it in neutral and just roll to the oh, side of the road and God, start all really? over. I, oh. And it was so long because it had a, it had really wide spacing on the first three. So it was like, you know, you go to – mine had a tachometer, which is cheating. You go to wide open, which is 2,300 RPM, okay? <laughs> and, and sounds like it's at 2,300 RPM. It was clutch in neutral, clutch out, clutch in gear, clutch out. That was the that's, timing. That's the – Quote real time. That was the real time. Yeah, that was the real time. You had to go from because the 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 drop from. So a gear change is approximately six seconds. Uh, yeah, it was about it. You had to wait from twenty three hundred down to twelve hundred, and then it went into fourth and fifth at sixteen hundred. And it was some just giant crank and huge flywheel that just that has inertia for days. Yeah, and it yeah. was, and it's like it doesn't grind. If you get it wrong, yeah. it doesn't grind. It's just like you ever. Well, there's no synchros. Ever, I mean, just, yeah, but there's no nothing. I mean, you ever you ever try to shift into reverse in a car you don't know when there's no gear there? Yeah, there's yeah. Just, it goes over, but it doesn't go down. Yeah, yeah. That's what this thing okay. felt like. If you tried to shift at the wrong speed, it would go. What are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> you know, if you were within a hundred RPM, it might grind a little, and if you were within like twenty five or fifty, it would go gadink and drop in. Yeah. And then nice. uh, could and you the, just leave a little pressure on the shifter on... and it would drop in at the right RPM? Well, or? that's what I eventually learned. When I got lost, when I totally fucked it up and I was moving and I couldn't pull over, it's the trick was you just push slowly towards one gear and yeah. you, very gently and you very slowly walk the revs up and it would just eventually it would go. I, I we oh. rented we went, went across Europe last year. We rented these two shit boxes. It was like a Toyota uh, Avensis, mm-hmm. which I think is like. But it's between the Corolla and the Camry. It's not a full Camry-sized car. But it, and then we also had a Focus, uh, and they were both diesels. They were both horrible. And uh, I prided myself. I drove 94 kilometers uh, through mountain towns without using the clutch at all nice. in the Avensis. And I was very excited about that. Coming to a full stop like in everything, because you could sit at a full stop, no clutch, and just – Hold the shifter on the gear with a little bit of pressure, and the car would start moving would a little forward, bit, yes. and like just enough that you get a little creep going and get and get it in. I drove the whole way, no clutch, and it was like. But I keep hearing about these buses. I want to try a bus or a I really, tractor yeah. or I want something. Another one. It's hard. It's actually harder to drive a car with synchros without the clutch yeah, than when it's it non-synchronized. Yeah, yeah it, it's a lot. I had a, I had a four-speed crash box in my Cobra, which I hated. But, yeah, that's what mine was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But unless you're going a zillion miles an hour, full throttle, full brake in a car like that, it's like, yeah. Dude, what is it like driving a bus on a public road? It's actually so just easy. Big and it's like driving an RV. It's, just... it's yeah, it's so easy. It's actually better because an RV you sit practically in the back seat, but in the in the uh, in the GM you could stand up and see the front bumper. I once drove into a parking lot like I had no business driving into, <laughs> and I thought I was stuck. I went into a parking lot on like the day before Christmas. I'm like, what did I fucking do? What is, what the fuck is wrong with me? Um, and I, I really thought I was stuck. I really thought I was going to sit there and have to wait for this one guy to, to just move. And then I go, wait a second. Stood up, you know, and I looked yeah, down, yeah. and I can see the bumper. So I was able to come within like an inch. And the mirrors – it's funny. The GM had mirrors that are maybe – Six inches square. Yeah. And you could see everything. But they were just really well placed. Yeah, they were placed. And the thing's perfectly yeah, yeah. flat. Now, the problem was it had it didn't it, it didn't really have power steering, the GM. Yeah. It had air assist, which you could turn on and what? off. That's it had an be. air. It was an aftermarket thing because they were built without power steering. 
And the air assist helped you a little, not much. If you were rolling it like one quarter, as soon as you took a foot off the brake, yeah, yeah. it went super light. It was light. fine, yeah. But and just it when was you're like, dead stopped, it was probably... Yeah, dead stopped, yeah. it was just... Yeah, yeah. You know, it was, and it was and how like, big was that wheel? Hand over hand. It was about that big, I think. It was yeah, like about how eighteen inch diameter. Yeah, no, it was bigger, and that was at about twenty two. Yeah, I was gonna say that's eighteen man inches right there. No, <laughs> actually, in man inches, it's like six, that's like nine feet. Yeah. Um, it's my next leg. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I lo- I freaking love that thing. And and but wait, so but you wanted to make them into an RV? Did the you, the first one was too nice. First one was too nice, and, and it wouldn't have converted one? well. The second one, okay, so we saw. I actually sold that to a guy who. Had same as me had always wanted one, um, and after I rented out for a day on a movie, they didn't even use it. And what they what they paid me to rent that thing for a day, like oh, paid for I the hear bus. This, see, this is the move. See, I have a friend, mm-hmm. and my friend's not a wealthy man, but my friend has five or six totally average, original stock looking '60s family cars, sedans and wagons, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. nothing special. You know, and they're they clean, they're reliable, they run, and he rents them to movies, and they, each car pulls like four or five hundred dollars a day. It's amazing. I don't remember <clears throat> what I got for the bus, but it was enough to pay a good chunk of what I bought it for. Yeah. What what does um, a bus go for? Like, what's a good price uh, for one the, of those I paid, buses? I don't remember what I paid for the GM. I paid two grand for the Gillig. Really? And the Gillig was a the Gillig was a low mileage. I think the Gillig only had. I think the Gillig had like 560,000 miles on it. Which is not much for Which one is a 1967 bus, yeah. Gillig, which is low. My GM was a real, my GM was a, uh, my GM was a 300 and something thousand mile original. Wow. Um, but that's like nothing like on those bus. anyway. That was, and the guy who, and the guy who I bought it from, it was the mechanic who bought him out of the school district. He probably bought the things for 500 bucks. Yeah, yeah. So he knew he was going to do this. He bought a crown and he bought a Gillig. So, and there was nothing going on in the school district. It's a little tiny in the, you know, outskirts of California, uh, outskirts of Los Angeles. So he like he did an in-frame engine rebuild, like yeah. knowing he was going to buy these things. He just did all this work on the school district's time, <laughs> yeah. and I had all the maintenance records. And he used to complain. I got one maintenance record. He rewired something, <laughs> and in his maintenance record, okay, his official maintenance record, it said something like, "I have never seen such pig shit asshole work in my life." <laughs> that he had this wiring he had to redo. He was really pissed off at it. Uh, so. Speaking of. Uh, high schools and the outskirts of California. We've got to give a shout-out to Rick Radcliffe at Norco High School and the auto shop class over there, who right now, as we record this, is uh, cleaning differential fluid out of my van <laughs> on the house. Well <laughs> Replacing the carpet, right? Yeah, well, uh, they said they may not have to replace the carpet. They might be able to pull it out and st- and clean the carpet and the f- subfloor separately, oh, okay. and he might be able to do it. So you finally got uh, tired of the diff fluid in the van. Yeah. And, uh, so this and, wasn't an emergency and, event. And Rick Radcliffe teaches a high school auto shop class out there. So Thaddeus and I went out there. It's fucking legit as hell. Did actually. you have auto shop as a kid? I did not have auto shop, but I just want to. I just want to. I just want to acknowledge what a public service you're doing because surely these kids. I mean, you know, cleaning differential fluids out of the carpet of a no, van. No, they have there's a life skill they won't they be able run, to get. They run a real auto shop there, and they peep cut. They have. They refer to people as customers. Like they have customers that come in. Oh, they didn't do they, it. You didn't talk them into doing it for free. Hey, no, if no, you no, get this, my differential. No, fluid no. out this of my carpet. Been, I'll, this guy's uh, been I'll talk about you on the years. podcast. For is years, this the, said, this the same guy that did uh, Jeff's car, right? Yeah, he's working on Glucker's car. The yeah. SI, the Civic SI? Yeah. Yeah. By the way, to answer your earlier question, you know how the Civic SI is awesome? 
You've yes. driven one, right? Yeah. The old SI? Yeah, yeah. The, That's the, how all those GSRs and, and Type yeah. R's were all awesome. Yeah, just yeah. Like that. Yeah. That, the awesome. 99, 2000. Yeah, they're that just is, yeah. the, nicer interiors, awesome. really. I'm more yes. intrigued about the bus, really. Yeah. Oh, so I the way too, I got rid I of it. I just want to give a shout-out to Rick. Hi, Rick. We <laughs> went to uh, – so I, I was I was doing a little work for banks and doing a lot of uh, stuff with RVs, and I was actually on a – on a, uh, a group called the GMC Bus Nuts. It was a Yahoo group. Because everybody said, you bought a bus, you're nuts. And the GMCs... Yeah, yeah, that... Yeah. Which the GMCs, like all the engineers buy GMCs. If you really want to hear me geek out, I'll tell you why the General Motors bus is an, is an engineering masterpiece. What about the General Pre- Motors RV, the front wheel drive, like the one from Stripes? No, re- cool, but no relation whatsoever. But cool. <laughs> I have one taking shit on it's me. It's just I'm a long body Toronado, ultimately. <laughs> exactly, yeah. It's a Toronado. I just said that somebody really said, oh, you had a bus like the RV? Like, no, that's a freaking Tornado. You know I had what a else bus, we learned is a Tornado? The Vector is a fucking Tornado. I heard you guys talking yeah. about on an earlier podcast. And once you learn that, you can't unthink it. But the Vector doesn't sleep five. <clears throat> yeah. That's well, the point. It does, it does sit three. But that was that, that, uh, was that thing a unibody? That, uh, yes, it was. The, not the Vector, the RV? Oh, the, uh, the RV. Oh. I might have been, actually. No, no, it's not, because Randy Grubb used the frame and lifted the body off when he built the deco line. Uh, okay. True. But that kind of thinking that they put into that, that's a GM truck yeah, and coach yeah. thing. The, if you ever see all those old buses, the ones that have the rivets on the side, yeah. they have no frame. They are a stress skin construction. Oh, really? Like a plane. Uh, yes. It's it's a it's a if you'll pardon the word, I believe it's pronounced monocoque. Um, <laughs> I just like saying that, especially when you're in the middle of like mid sip. Um, and they. That's this how is, I like to live my lifestyle. Is a monocoque? Just one, a one at a time. Monocoque. One spit take at a time. If you get drunk, it's, it's I can you know, deal with I get if I get drunk, then it's multicock. Multicock. <laughs> <laughs> so I uh, so we 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 remember the GMC bus nuts, and I went to one of the GMC rallies. And uh, okay, so you know how everybody has their own brand of humor, yeah. like the stuff that's funny to them and nobody else. Yes, so the show, the, the weekend. <laughs> yes, yeah, there you go. So you know, obviously, GM is tied into Detroit Diesel. They actually yeah. had to spin off Detroit Diesel and Allison Automatic because from the bus and truck division because they were going to get there was a danger of antitrust legislation because oh. nobody wanted anybody else's buses. So they eventually went in and re-engineered the competitors' bus, and that's what evened it up. So there's one guy there who's very prominent, and uh, he had a Cummins engine. He'd repowered with a Cummins V8. Dun, da, da, da. I know. So that's like that, and it was, was a lousy it like Cummins sacrilege? V8. It was just. It was. That's what you made fun of him for. You know, everybody. You you know. You really? you hear him it's going. Like, oh, is it got a miss? Is it you, running at half speed? <laughs> you know. You've only got six cylinders. No, he had eight. Oh, it was an eight. It oh, was okay. a, It was the only one that would fit because he had. To, they have very specific transmissions. They do a V drive where the engine is the engine is uh, transversely mounted. Okay. okay? Mm-hmm. The transmission is at an angle, at a reverse angle. The transmission huh? points towards the rear axle. It almost forms like a the T? engine. No, no, like a Z. If you look, if you look straight down at the engine, yeah. the transmission, and the rear axle, oh, it's a backwards Z. That's so. It's weird. like it's like a dyslexic Zorro. That's right? really bizarre. Um, and they did it was, but it was the cool part about it was there were only the only parts that weren't accessible from outside were the starter and one of the exhaust manifolds. Oh, Genius. So you could do was, everything yeah. else from underneath the yeah, everything from the back. No, oh, you never yeah. had to go underneath. Everything oh, was it was canted back. Yeah, everything was oh. done from the back. So uh, he had the one engine that would fit this this uh, this uh, V drive transmission. 
So, I don't remember why so he did it. So with your second bus, did you were you able to turn into an RV? No. I had the plans. My my wife bought me a hammer, knowing what a bad idea that would be. And then we went on this GMC bus nuts like rally. Like an AMG Mercedes? No, like a like a bash like your thumb. Donk, 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 you know. She's like, I'm sure you're going to need one of these. Um, <laughs> and then we went on this weekend, uh, and uh, we, 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 you know, we camped. We, we didn't camp in one of the vehicles. We drove out there. And we just kind of realized that RVing wasn't the wasn't the mode of travel for us. <laughs> if it was, we'd get like a Volkswagen bus or something like Two that. Two buses you know? in, you're like, wait a second, RVing sucks. <laughs> yeah, this is not the mode of travel that we want to do. So, and it was just getting that. expensive to keep them. So we uh, we've different. taken RVs to to race weekends and stuff. And while they are very convenient when you need them for two days at a time, it's certainly not the kind of thing you want to have to deal with all the time. Yeah, but Aaron's know? level of commitment was insane. It's like. Two RV, yeah. two th- you own them both. Yeah. It's like you raise kids to 15, two of them, and then you're like, I don't know if I'm good at fatherhood. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should get rid of this. And then I envision myself like trying to climb over, what's it called? The, you know, do the Eisenhower Pass or the Eisenhower <laughs> yeah. Tunnel, like with a non-turbocharged 12-liter oh. diesel engine and a crash box in second gear at, um, you know, at 25 miles an hour. World. I thought, yeah. But I got, we applaud you for, for you know, Bus saving the buses. If I, had, if I had Jay Leno money, I would still own one. Yeah, I'm they sure. get, I think it's really uh, expensive and a pain in the ass. Bernard sure. rebuilt one of those things. Uh, Bernard, I, think, I know I all he, about Bernard's bus because yeah. that's actually how I bonded with him. <laughs> oh, really? He's got a flexible, which is his little sports car buses. He did. He what? took the the flexible. It's a little. It's a. It's relatively speaking, a is tiny a, bus. Is it a short bus? No, it's a, a no, bus? it's a. It was built as like an airport bus. It was just oh, kind of an okay. undersized coach. These things. I read a great story of a guy who bought one. He had three different engines in the thing, but it's between buying it and getting it home. <laughs> Seriously, because they a used flex bus. Uh, it's called right. a flexible. Look for a. Uh, it's F L X I B L E, but it's a. Um, look for a Starliner. I can't remember. A Clipper, flexible Clipper. Or just look up Bernard's bus, Jay Leno. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So okay, so if you had a Detroit in these Detroit's nomenclature, oh, I hope beautiful. Is, is, it, yeah, it, it, it looks turn the, turn the thing around. It looks like I'm, I'm pulling up the other rest. It looks like it's very Art Deco. Um, it looks is this is this what it looks like with this amazing front end? Yeah, on that's it? the one. That's the clip. Oh, for yeah. I mean, for a bus, this is yeah, spectacular. and they're tiny. It looks like a, <laughs> tiny. it's got like a relatively GM speaking, kind yeah. of Motorama influence. Yeah, sick. Compared to um, skinny for Kardashian. <laughs> What's the uh, the? Tra- I used to be a train nerd. Uh, the ham the hamburger train. Oh, I know the, the one you mean. The, yeah, the, I was a train like the hamburger too. train. If you were a train nerd, I was. A, um, yeah, that's why I like Detroit diesels because they're like scaled down EMD yeah. diesels. Dude, I love fucking. Is is Bernard's like a dope RV or is it done as a bus? Well, when I no, it's an RV. He's doing it as an RV. Oh so like God, when they had winner. they had Buick straight eights in them was one of the engine nice. choices. So you know Detroit diesels go by. The, the number of cylinders and the displacement per cylinder. So like a 671 is six cylinders, 71 cubic inches, right? Okay. So those things were made originally with a 471. They're all supercharged, but they don't because they're two strokes. Bernard's has a 6V92 turbocharged after cold. It's like the biggest engine that's that the will fit in the badass sounding yes. engine ever. A 6V92 TA. That's like taking a dart and putting, like, a 500-cubic-inch Eldorado engine in it. That's fucking great. I, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, Bernard is a 
God. <laughs> and it's so wait, still so a So will this thing be fast then? For well, a bus? By, by bus standards, yeah. We went on a fast bus in Panama. We were on a we were on a school bus that was doing 170 kilometers an hour. I saw that video. That's the like sketchiest that fucking thing you can. Because I know how frightening mine was at 60. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, at, a, at 105, it was off the charts with yeah. no service for a while. <laughs> yeah. The turbo, uh, the turbo plumbing was PVC. For real. <laughs> no, it was. He was running 50, uh, 65 pounds of boost on a PVC plumbing. It was do you know, crazy. Did you ask did him about not explode? I don't know. Did you ask him what motor was in that thing? Yeah, Detroit Diesel DT9. But you put a bigger turbo in it. Oh, I don't know. It's no, 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 Detroit. In, no, International. Oh, 466? DT466? 466. Yeah. I don't know a lot about them, but I know It was the like engine. a 1990 like common school bus ever fucking built. It was an early yeah. 90s Florida. international. South yeah. Florida school bus. From South Florida school district. I don't know them. I never dealt with an engine that small, but I, 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 I know. <laughs> um, well, no, the, my, the old thing, I, I had a buddy that, uh, you know, 20 years older than me, and that uh, he used to go, when he was a kid, they used to go to the bus yard and steal the wine blowers off of the gas-powered 350s that they had. <laughs> well, that's the, you know, the, the you, people put a 671 blower on their drag car. Yeah. That's what I had. I mm-hmm. had a six V seventy one. Oh, I that's, had what a that is. that's where that's blower. Yeah. from. Oh, because uh-huh. it's literally from a, an inline six seventy one. Because they're two cycles, so they have to have a blower. They're oh. two. They're all two stroke engines. That's why they sound like they're running at a million yeah, miles yeah, an hour. Because they're 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 two cycles. They're dirty as hell. But and the the truck drivers call them Hondas because they really are. They have no low end torque. They're all high end. And the rule is, I never got to drive one with a with a with a manual. They only had a four speed manual. GMs at least, and the rule was drive it like you hate it, like as and like a, a bus. <laughs> yes, yeah. The guy there is a guy who told me he worked for a company. We exchange all these stories. He worked for a company where if you they they max out at twenty one fifty twenty one hundred fifty RPM. He worked for a company where they used a tachograph where they literally you know they get graphed your tachometer because that also told your speed. And if you climbed a hill at less than eighteen hundred RPM, they would dock your pay. Because it would kill the engines. So you just have to drive them fucking pegged on the on the rev. Always limiter. on the limiter, and that's why if you ever drive, if you go to the Chrysler Chelsea event, there's always one old six V ninety two powered bus that comes yeah, along yeah. the ghetto one. It's because they run it. They're like they run like boat engines. Huh. Yeah. The guy a guy wrote an article. I'm, I'm sure we're gonna lose all your listeners because this is matter. so. Yeah, this is not, you know what? You'd be surprised at right. how nerdy some of these people can be. So this guy wrote a great yeah. article called "How to Shift a GM Bus." Okay. Because I had my and my SEO gold right there <laughs> <laughs> you can find this it's because in a gm you have only four speeds with almost no gear overlap See, it's a crash box and you're 35 feet away and there's no tachometer so he said <laughs> what you do and you and you have one chance to downshift so what he said was he wrote this great article he says you're and this is how it was explained to him he said you're, you've got a, a, a busload of people going to some nice event he goes some woman some woman is walking down the aisle with a a glass of wine full to the rim. She's walking down the aisle. You need to shift down from fourth to third. Are you going to ruin her dress? I thought it was a great opening. That is. So his down his downshifting instructions were: you figure out what your top end is in third gear. Okay, it's usually about forty five miles an hour. So he said, you're going up the hill. You're in fourth gear. When you get to five miles an hour above, when you get to fifty, clutch in neutral, clutch out, accelerator to the floor, with the accelerator pegged on the floor. As you get to 45 miles an hour, clutch again and bang it into third. And, and just it, – it'll hit the limiter. It's not going to hurt it running against the limiter. So this that's how you do it. That's got to be fun to drive a bus. So have you had anything normal Flat. other than buses? No. I get the Polara. 
<laughs> a Dodge uh, Polaro, which is a police it, car, right? No, mine's not. No, mine's but it, a small but, block. It, but it was. It was. The one Alana, was, I think she mentioned the cop car. Yeah. That was the fastest cop car ever run by the CHP. They say it was the 69 uh, Polaris. Really? With the 440. That's what really? they say. In faster, terms of, faster than my Mustang notchback. In terms hey. of road speed. I don't know how fast your bus. I heard they would do like 100. They said they would do like 160. My notchback originally supposedly would go 140. I... I don't know I, if that's true or not. Yeah. If I remember, and Alana I think it probably would give it a room. scary 140. No, I remember oh, yeah. that number because I remember when the New York State Troopers got got, got Mustangs, Mustangs yeah. and they said 140. And then um, they got those F body Camaros and they were bragging about 150. Yes. And then the year after that, I remember reading that article and the troopers were like, "No one's getting away from me in my 150 mile an hour Camaro." And I bought my C my C5 Corvette with a top speed of 177, and I was like, "Suck my <laughs> dick, Bye-bye. officer." That was about the time I moved to Arizona. Yeah. And how many times did you test that? I ran from the cops once in that car, and I got away. Was that the only time you ran from the cops? Yes. Yeah, I've only I ran. I will never do it again. It was terrifying, and I and I don't even want to know what would have happened if I got caught. But I did run from the cops once, and I did get away. See, my strategy is the opposite. I drive a piece of shit like the CRX, and then when they pull me over, I go, "What? Eighty? Come on! <laughs> Look at this thing!" Seriously? I tried that. I got a ticket for nine over in the Fiesta, and I was like, "I'm in a fucking Fiesta! Are you kidding me?" And they did not buy that at all. Uh, I was like, I saw your video. <laughs> <laughs> your television's like two, mad fast. He's like 285 torque at the wheels, huh? Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> like, the uh, the regular car review guys were in the car. <laughs> I have. I don't have that anything that interesting. I have. Um, we have a '96. Actually, I was thinking about this this morning because I moved it this morning. We have a '96 Honda Accord wagon, which we've had for about ten years. Nice. Which I always Is that thought the first was first year of the rounded. Uh, yeah, it's when they went to a slightly. They facelifted the sedans, but they didn't facelift the okay, wagons. Okay, I think yeah, yeah. '94 or '95 was the first right. rounded one. Okay. And like as time goes on, that car gets more and more interesting to me. Like when I got it, it was like a you know it was like you know a sleep aid. Yeah, yeah. But like as time goes on and stuff goes away, I was thinking about. I that. agree. I agree with you. I you think know? the the generation after that, like the '98 mm-hmm. Accord V6 Coupes manual, is like a hugely appealing car right now. I I, I like. I would even take a hell at this point. I take a I take a four. I remember getting a press car '98 <laughs> LX with a stick. Yeah, it was a four cylinder stick. I, I love that. I thing. wanted. I went to go look at one of those, and they told me at the Honda dealership that there was a six month waiting list for them, and that I went to the Subaru dealer and ended up with a Legacy. That's wow. that's how that happened. I went <laughs> to look at the V6 Accord Coupe first. My friend Mark had in, in high school for his 16th birthday got a '97. Accord Coupe, four-cylinder auto. He just had his second baby last year mm-hmm. and sold the fucking car. We, yeah. <laughs> like, he had the car forever. Mine is it was fine. We bought it used in, like, 2002 or 2003. And uh, if it survives the kids driving, one of my kids had no interest in driving, so mm-hmm. it's one down. And uh, the other, no I, the other one. driving it at all? Well, he failed his written test like three times, and then he kind of lost interest. So, Seriously? Yeah. Now he's interested again. Oh, I'm like, your mm-hmm. son, huh? My son, my oh, younger man. one. We'll see. My well, younger one's coming up. But if it survives him, I want to turn it into something. You don't look like someone who has teenage kids. No, well, very, thank you. you are very fucking youthful. Yeah. Well, thank you. Has ma- no kids. Flatterer gets you everywhere, but I'm, <laughs> a, I'm a married it's man. It's probably because all the mid forties people we know have no kids. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Actually, they're all like, fuck. I started really early. I took a break. I, I, I took a break. I started like a real life with a family and a proper job and all that, and then I get back into this again. What was so. your proper job? Uh, I was an IT guy. I really? was uh, Mordak, the preventer of IT. Yeah, back in the in the uh, the, the net, Novell Netware days. Was it step one? You're gonna get me restart. fucking nightmares. <laughs> 
I did. You know what? You laughed, but rebooting was a big thing. Of when course I, that's it how I was. knew. I'll never forget that one of my problem users calls, and she said, it's doing this and this and this, and I already rebooted it. And I was like, yeah! <laughs> I said, I will be right down. Because it was the, uh, have you rebooted? No, no, I haven't rebooted because you just come down here. Well, okay, I'm in the middle of something. Uh, I'll be down in about 20 minutes. But yeah. if you want to try a reboot, you know, then I go back to you know, flossing or they never masturbating or whatever I was doing. Yeah, well, I go down in 20 minutes. Oh, I got tired of waiting for you. I rebooted it and it worked fine. Oh, yeah, funny that. Um, <laughs> and then I got back into car stuff. So if the second one, if it survives him, and I'm already, the car needs back brakes, so I'm going to have my kid do them. Is it drums or discs? That's discs because it's, disc, yeah. it's an EX. <laughs> that was, see, see, there's, you know, there's a lot of people talking about options and shit. A lot of young people that don't realize that just 10 short years ago, Options included good brakes or shit brakes. Well, if when <laughs> air conditioning. <laughs> well, yeah. between the between the wagon and the Polara, like so, two cars between them, I have two pairs of discs and two pairs of drums. <laughs> <laughs> They're just not distributed in the ordinary manner. I'm a master. Anything of else? You got the together. Accord, the Polara, some buses. Uh, the buses are gone. Let's see. Well, my, uh, that I've had. What else? What the hell else? Your do press I have? car game is tight, right? So you don't really ever drive non-press. Cars. I never drive. Oh, yeah, that's true. I almost forgot my latest acquisition from like a year and a half ago, which Blake drove. A couple weeks Uh-oh. ago, it blew it his little walnut-sized mind. Yeah. You mean it was something awful that he loved? <laughs> what did, what was yes. it? Yeah. Well, he likes everything. I was thinking about no, that. No, he only likes things that nobody else likes. No, he, yes, he's like me. Because I, I think, yeah. Anyway, it's, it? it's a 1983 GMC Suburban. Oh, I, with, I would love that. With... A 6.2 liter diesel. Thank you. Oh my god! Thank you really? very much. Yep. It's an actual running GM an diesel. Actual from that? running GM diesel. Wow. The G- the, How well, many miles are on that? 196, I think. Wow. Maybe. 195. Yeah, it's a third. It's not a not a not a 350 diesel. I no, that's no, what you're it's thinking. It's a 6.2. Oh. Does it yeah, work properly? I, does it what? Does it work properly? Well, define properly. <laughs> Is it working right now? Yeah, I could have driven it here if I was into the discomfort, but it mostly works. Actually, I put the starter. I, I changed the starter solenoid. No one told me that starters weigh 60 yeah. pounds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And look exactly. at these. You can't. The yeah, you can't see this on, on the on, on the podcast, but. These Those are not guns. football arms. Whoa. Yeah, no, these are. Don't sell yourself short. These Aaron. guns are pea shooters. Those are. I see Desert Eagle .50. Yeah, there you go. Point zero 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 five. And I and I think I put the shim on backwards because it's skipping. So now I got to go back. I'm like, oh, that's the worst thing ever. Starter starter a shim a starter. That's. I had the old shim, and I just I think I put it, it on backwards. Is it three rows? Of what? Of seats. No, it's only a two row, but it's buckets and a console. Really? Yeah. Bucket, it's, Captain's it's a, it's a, shares in the back or in the front? Uh, no, there's no, no bench in the back. Oh, okay. Captain's yeah, in yeah, the front. Yeah, yeah. Nice. It's a whatever the top end. I think it's a Sierra is the trim. Sierra Classic. Sierra Classic. And I know. So we bought it from an old friend of my wife's. His parents bought it new. So there's a book where he used to write down his fuel. The thing's got a 42 gallon tank, yes. and it's semi-retired. So I started flipping back in the book. The no, a single tank, single tank. one 42 gallon tank. Awesome. I started flipping back in the book. It has the record of every single fill up since the truck was new in 1983. You're still doing Have you that? continued it? Oh hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, you know, I put fifty dollars worth of diesel fuel in it, and that lasts me like three months. Oh yeah, because you know? yeah. I never dry. I love that thing. That's, That's awesome though. That's a cool cruiser. It. It's pretty. Cool. Is it? And my my bladder's telling me it's break time. Chris, do we agree? Yes. Okay. Yes, we we need, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna come back. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about the Lexus RCF. 
uh, to justify what we said earlier How all the poor about talking about the Lexus RCF and, and uh, it's bus, bus radio. <laughs> and then we actually have like a lot of questions on Facebook. Um, some of them that are even good. Uh, we'll be back. All right, we rolling. Yes, we are. Okay, let's talk about Dylan Optics, the official eyewear of the Smoking Tire. See those awesome glasses I wear in every video? Matte finish lenses? Those are by Dylan Optics. The reasons they look like that is because they make those same lenses for the front of sniper rifles. No glare means a direct hit and a murder every time. So you can wear it. They get that look with Dylan. <laughs> and a very cool-looking sniper rifle. Indeed. You can get that, uh, that look by uh, checking... <laughs> Click the link on thesmokingtire.com, going to Dylan Optics, selecting your frames and ordering, and uh, we'll send you a free T-shirt for your trouble. That's right, free smoking tire T-shirt, $25 value when you buy Dylan Optics sunglasses. Um, they're also ridiculously good when you want to see things. There's that, too. And then, of course, we've got TrueCar. TrueCar.com is changing car buying forever. That's right. Every day, TrueCar users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Some features are not available in all states. In the first six months of this year, over 275,000 cars were sold by the TrueCar Certified Dealer Network. TrueCar users save an average of $3,000 off MSRP. When you're, ready to buy a car, <clears throat> when you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three easy steps. First, go to the TrueCar.com and find out what people paid for the car you're looking for. Then, register at TrueCar.com to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. Third step is simple. Just print out your True Car certificate and take it to the True Car certified dealer for a better, hassle free car buying experience. Remember, everyday True Car users receive negotiation free, guaranteed savings. Save time, save money, and never overpay. Visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com. And the Smoking Tire is powered by Shout Engine. Get your own damn podcast at ShoutEngine.com. Shout Engine makes it easy, and uh, all you need is a computer. Some kind of microphone, an internet connection, and then you go to Shout Engine and you've got a podcast. It's that easy. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, all of those things, slash the smoking tire. You can find us at any of them. And for those of you who are like, why haven't I seen this? Or what, are the, where, where, what is this? How come this is different this week? It's because we've put that on our social media and you just haven't seen it. So you go read that stuff. Because I was wondering, can I come yeah. on one day and do a dramatic reading of your sponsors? Yes. That would be awesome. Would you like to? Yeah, let me have the true car. You want to do it now? Yeah. Well, no, okay. no, no. We'll get it. We'll record it after. We'll okay. put it into the next episode. Okay, cool. <laughs> I want my true car. We're not going to waste don't any Don't give away here. what you can sell. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And uh, you can read Aaron's work at yeah. about.com. Uh, Car, it's cars.about.com. Cars. Right? Yeah, or you can see videos if you, get auto buy te- if you go to uh, youtube.com slash autobytel. Uh, you'll find my look for the little short kind of fat guy. That's me. <laughs> the one who's not handsome and tall like Jeff Clucker. Yeah. And who did you want to plug, Chris? Uh, I got to talk. I got to say, uh, Pacific Speed helped me out the other day with some stuff. So if you need some some exhaust work, go uh, talk to the boys at Pacific Speed in Where Pomona, California. Pomona. Yes. You drove all Pacific the way to Pomona. Speed. Yes. Home of the Pacific oh Speed is good. Um. So. <sighs> yeah. Going to refresh. <laughs> I can t- I can mm. fill another five minutes with buses if you like. No, let's let's. Move. I haven't even gotten into the rabbit diesel yet. Oh, so what kind of springs are in the seats of these buses? <laughs> Not um, good ones. So Aaron and I, as well as Thaddeus, were in New York. We drove the Lexus RCF. Yeah, it's the coupe. For those, it's the nomenclatures are tough. It, there's the, I drove the we drove the RC three fifty, 
as well as the RCF. And the RC350F Sport. That's maybe you did. I or, did not. Uh, or as I like to refer to it, the F-Sport. <laughs> the F-Sport? I did a whole Cadillac video because they don't capitalize it. Yeah. So I referred to it as the XTS F-Sport and the, uh, and the IS F-Sport. Or is mm-hmm. F-Sport. If you do that with like a German accent, like just a guy who does it, it's the sport. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sound like well, you're sternly saying it's the sport. You know, did, you do be- it, did you do it as if you were a British car reviewer? Uh, it's a, yeah, we talked about that. I was going to do all the my Lexus British. The you Lexus know. RCF. The RCF. It's as if you know. It's as if you're shifting gears with your grandmother's leg. Yeah, we were talking about all the similes they do. I worked for a British car magazine as a college intern, so I was. You know when that? You know when? I think it was either Spinelli or Bruce wrote an article about being a a British car magazine journalist. He wrote this years ago, and like you know, you have it to was, like the it, smaller engine. It was uh, it was Baruth, and it was brutal. And it was funny. That <laughs> it, it was true, so though, funny. because that's I worked for a magazine called What Car, yeah. and we were actually we were those people. The two liter <laughs> is the top of the range, but we prefer the one point six i GLX Holiday. You know, the one point six is much sweeter to rev. The it's two as liter if your is mother in law yeah. left you for lo- left you alone for the weekend. Yeah, it's as if they replaced the cylinder heads with soup, you know. Yeah. <laughs> We did a lot of those, a lot of those symptoms. And then you have to test how far it will pull a 9,000-pound caravan. The other one the was, uh, the, uh, Baru said, you have to, you have to know, acutely notice minute suspension geometry changes. <laughs> oh, the first generation was lots of shit, but now that they've added these five millimeter shims, the handling is completely transformed. They've, <laughs> taken, the, they've taken the edge off the springs and the Escort 1.6 GLX gear. Yeah. <laughs> but that's just the British version of, like, like, I like to make fun of Blake, and he's like, oh, I love this 86 Mazda pickup truck. You know, you have to like the shittier car more than the good car. It it's happened all the time. Great. But there actually, you know what, there was something to that because there were a couple of Fords we drove. Like we drove that when the Mondeo first came out, which blew everybody away because yeah. the Escort in Britain, this is the early 90s, the Escort was the number one selling car and it was an absolute shitmobile. Mm-hmm. And I drove one on my first comparison test. I drove it and I've been driving all American stuff. I yeah. had a Reliant and an Omni. Okay? <laughs> so I got in the Escort 1.6 GLX. I'm like, this is, you know, I drove that for the first hour. I'm like, why is everybody complaining? And they all glared at me and they gave me the keys to a Peugeot 306 and I yeah. drove that for an hour and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> but we actually Actually, so the Mondeo blew everybody away because not only was it good, but they were just amazed that it was not terrible. Yeah. And they actually say they actually our official magazine opinion was that the 1.8 was better than the 2.0, <laughs> but the 1.8 really was better than the 2.0. Why was it better? Well, then? it was smoother and sweeter <laughs> to rev. You know? It was as if they replaced the camshaft you know what? with we're, Belgium. You know? <laughs> yeah. We're making fun of this now, but people are going to be saying the same damn thing about that new 2.3 EcoBoost versus the, the, uh, the Mustang. 3.6. Yeah. Oh, I drove the 2.3. The 2.3 is the one to have, and that's because we can't get the V6 on our side. Yeah, exactly. Pond. Well, it's not, that's right. it's not just this way. It's the 2.3i VLX Safari. You know? yeah, they made the best trim. I remember the, my favorite trim was our, our budget car of the year. In 1994, was the Vauxhall Corsa 1.2i Merit. <laughs> the trim level was actually called Merit, and nobody would drive the fucking thing because it was purple with black bumpers and oh. a purple car—not the done thing pedal. So I used to drive was that, that everywhere. Wait, it was a Vauxhall Astra. No, it was a Corsa. Oh, so the that was one. not the one mm-hmm. that we got here as the Pontiac Le Mans. 
Correct. That was the previous generation yeah. Astro. Yeah. We it, were on that the next Astro. That was an apocalyptic shit. Bob. But you know what? That thing was it. That's the thing is the Koreans like kind of. I always wondered if people would have hated it if because every oh it's a Korean piece of shit. I wonder how they'd feel if they knew it was actually a German piece of shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, they, if you they'd ever, be like well, BMW owners. If you guys ever, Family I don't think you guys have veteran. been in the business long enough to have driven the Daewoo's when they were here. No, in like ninety eight. I've, I've driven an old Daewoo. Yeah. I drove driven one new, accidentally once, but it was not good. Was it a Nubira? It was a Lanos, and it was a oh the little shit. one. Okay, yeah. yeah. Little, if you drove a Lanos, you drove the you drove the mid nineties Vauxhalls and Opals. Oh, is that's that what really they felt what like. that yeah. was? Yeah, I'm like the the with the steering wheel that felt like it was rubber banded. Oh yeah, like yeah. Like you turn the wheel, yeah. and the wheels kind of oh here they come. Yeah, the and, worst yeah. car I've ever driven was a, a, a first generation Kia Rio. Was no no not a Rio. It was a, a Kia Spectra. Yes. It was, oh, it was, I mean, it was dangerous. It was, I would, although that, that previous generation Rio was right up there too. They were bad. I rented an Aspire once. I thought it would be <laughs> great. I brought, I brought it back. I, uh, I was going to see friends. My car was in the shop and Enterprise rented me an Aspire. I'm like, is it supposed to drive like this? They're like, yeah, here, take this. They gave me a, what was the Mercury version of the Escort? Was it the, oh, not the oh. Villager? Uh, oh, no, Lynx? Was, was it still Lynx? Lynx? Lynx. No, but after yeah. Lynx, was it something else? I don't remember. Anymore. No, it was Lynx until it was? the end. Uh, Topaz. Maybe it was. was, a to- it was the, there was a Topaz. I, there was Lynx. Maybe it was. Cougar, a, uh, maybe no, it was an Escort. Oh no, it was the it was the newer generation. It was the early nineties. It was a wagon. Yeah. And I okay. and I drove that. And I that was a Topaz. That I know what you're talking about. Topaz and that is was a, a Topaz. Oh yeah. Now oh. we get a look. So you all have you on your phones all the time. Find this I'm shit, not on will my you people? Like, <laughs> anyway, I anyway, so I gave back the Aspire. I took the uh, I took the wagon, <laughs> the Mercury wagon, up to see my friends in Rochester, and still got laid. Yeah. So in um, the wagon? No, not in the wagon. I had a Villager. Actually, have you did, have, have you a Mercury had, Villager? Sorry, have you had a Nick Tahoe garbage plate in Rochester? Of course I have. My I'm father, mad. my father, for my for what my. What the fuck like, is that? It's the uh, best drunk food ever. What is it? It's uh well it's you can get it several one of several ways. It's the basic on what they call hots and patats. Mm-hmm. It's uh you used to it used to be five bucks with a chunk of bread. That's how old I am. Oh, um Jesus. Nick Tahoe's is this place that was, it was like this crappy area. Now. And by the way, have yeah. you had a garbage plate at the downtown location? Yo, which yeah. is now and you got served by the guy with the hole in his cheek? I don't think I got I was drunk. <laughs> you, don't I forget, met you don't forget something like that. The uh wow. I used to go there. I used to when I was in the trains I go to hang out with the night train master. We go for lunch at two in the morning and the line would be out the door. Train master oh, is a great. very what different term depending upon what did the neighborhood. Do with the train master? What's that? Sounds closed? Anyway. I just hang out. It was a yard master, and they promoted him to a train master. That's awesome. What do you well, do but it was he had one master? line. Nothing. He's, same thing. He sat there and smoked cigars and talked on the radio because it was a short line that had literally two trains. Now, did you ever smoke <laughs> cigars with the guy with the hole in his cheek where he's just getting on and out of the cheek or what? He so never gross. smoked while he was working. A garbage plate, you can get it a bunch of different ways, but it's like it starts off with – it starts off – it's like – I don't know what to say. Either mac and cheese, home fries, or French fries. Not mac and cheese. I'm sorry. Macaroni salad, home fries, and like a couple of burgers, right? But they get out a three-piece plate, and you Uh think, okay, it's all going to be neat and compartmentalized. No. They take a friggin' huge fucking spatula full of home fries, which forms the first pile. Uh Mac and cheese kind of makes up the side of the mountain. Then the hot dogs or the hamburgers or the cheeseburgers go on top of it. That friggin' high. It's heartburn for days. It's awesome. It's yeah, it's amazing. God, I want that I so met, badly. And it's I took up my, in my face. And I know I met Nick Tahoe. Yeah. I took a friend of mine there, and this guy comes up. He goes, "You gonna eat that?" And I said, "You're Nick Tahoe." My father interviewed him on the radio, and I said, "My father interviewed you on the radio." He says, "I told him something." He said that my he said to my father was funny. He goes, "Yeah." He goes, "All those years ago, my wife thought I was a Greek god. Now she says I'm a goddamn Greek." That was Nick Tahoe's joke for. 
That yes. There you go. Every table. Is this the uh, shitbox? That was it. Yes, see, that was the is, car. What is that shitbox? Is, is it a Lynx? I have to check the Wikipedia. Is this a Lynx? It, it was Lynx. I had a friend who had it one. It looks like a Lynx. Click the link. Hang on. I'm Click the, the link. I'm clicking Remember the goddamn Lynx? link. Remember Lynx was a text browser? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the tracer. I, I, tracer. Yeah. The tracer. Yes, tracer. that's it. Tracer. Oh, it yes. was the Mazda because generation. it was an exact trace of the Ford Escort <laughs> <laughs> with a different badge put on it. What are we that gonna call the this? The tracer. Yeah. Um, Name it after the design. Wait, we, we had, should talk we, we did one sentence on this Lexus and then right. went a whole other direction. Sorry about that. I know it's my fault. Did you Doesn't like matter. it, Aaron? Uh, I did like it. As a matter of fact, I. Uh, it's complicated what I think of it, but yeah, I, I liked it a lot. Do you want me to launch into it? You're the host I, of the show. It's your freaking show. Yeah, but you're the guest of the show. Yeah, they want to hear what I have to say. They, want they to hear only to want say. to hear what you have to say. Trust me. <laughs> I uh, and of course we're gonna. I mean, just so everybody at Lexus knows, embargo after safe. the embargo, yes. so this is good. So yes. you guys have to not listen. Yeah. I really liked the ISF. Okay, the last you generation did. ISF. I thought it was great, but the thing about that car was the dual nature of that car. Like, if you didn't drive it on a track, you'd have no fucking idea what yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. And then you'd get it on the track, and you'd open it up, and it would go. You know, yeah, and make yeah. all this noise, and then you come off the track, and it go, and you yeah, go, yeah. was that what did did that just happen? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that was the problem with it is you didn't know you had anything different because you can't really open it up without getting a ticket. So I think what they did right on the R, on the RCF was now you understand what you bought. Like it, because it has you can look at time. it. Well, that, but it has. It makes a little noise. It's a little harsher. It's but a it's little all, bit. Yeah. But I think. The, but it's the, not as raw when you're on the track with it. I think. That the problem that you're talking about with the first ISF, I think, is the problem with the RCF now. I think it's awesome. I enjoy. I like how it looks. It's really comfortable for even for a tall person. My dad sat in it. He's six five, and he is very comfortable in it. It fits golf clubs in the trunk, which is really good actually. If you're not hugely tall, you probably could use the back seat a little bit. Maybe a little bit. If you if you were driving, someone could fit behind you. If anybody can fit behind, I'm, I'm, I'm four feet tall. Yeah, well, I'm, someone someone. I liked it because I only needed one telephone book to drive it. That's what I liked about it. And I mean, it's you know, it it was nice, but uh, unless you wind it out to four thousand or beyond, it's got no balls. It's, it's better than the old one was, but yeah. But not by much. It's still yeah. the, it's still clearly the same engine. And I think it wasn't. And I think when you open it up, I think it wasn't as. I don't think it was as raw as, as vicious. Good as, yeah, it wasn't as vicious. It I don't. It, too long. It's been too long since I drove the last one for me to go directly from that. But it was still like there's clearly off cam and on cam. Yeah. At four thousand RPM, you're fucking on cam, but you can't use that anywhere on the street because even if you get to four thousand in second gear, it's like sixty. I remember that car because the original ISF was an eight-speed automatic. Yeah. And I'm like, we only need. It could do with a four-speed transmission because all you need is first, second, third, and eighth. You know, yeah. you get the noisy gears, and then you yeah. get the, the twenty mile per gallon. I mean, gear. even at Monticello, I got to the top of fourth in an eight-speed. You know what I mean? So, and and so, there's so much car. It's like a, like a, when we had the Corvette ZR1. Mm-hmm. Corvette ZR1 is an amazing piece of fucking hardware. If you get into cam on any gear in that car. You're going so much oh, faster than everything else around you. Well, first is 65. That's what. That's the same thing. The RCF yeah. is like that. If you get if you get it into the cam, it's you're going well, really. We were talking really about this fast. last night. You know, I said, is it like the RS5? And and you said it was kind of similar to the way that that drives. It has better torque than the RS5. The RS5 has no torque. Yeah. The RS5 has 317 pounds of torque. The the RCF has 390. 
Okay. It's now but it's just this... at, it's at 4,800 RPM. So yeah. weight-wise, what is this car doing now? 3,920. So it's still not light. No, no. it's not light. And it, under, it, and it definitely understeers at the race. It understeers a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It it's, understeers it's, a lot. Yeah. It's a Lexus. It doesn't... You know, you ever, do you guys know the band Folk Implosion? Yes. You know the song Mechanical Man? Mm-mm. It's about it's about like the perfect robotic boyfriend, not in the you know appliance sense, but in the you know it's like I can I can read your mind and still believe your lies. Yeah. You know, it's a great yeah. I think it's a great song, not very tuneful, but it's a great song. But there's this one great line from the song which goes, "I can dance, but I'll never understand," and that's what the RCF is like to me. It's like they're trying to technologically recreate. The experience that you get in a car with a really good chassis, like a BMW or something like that. Yeah. But they don't quite – it's like lost in translation. They're trying to do it through technology like that. You know what's weird? I I think the, the GSF Sport is like an amazing fucking chassis. And it's got the rear steer going on, and that helps too. But but So what they've done with the RCF is it has the front clip from the GS, the center section – is from the old ISC, the convertible, and the rear clip is from the I, the new IS. And they have found a way to bond them in a way that is supposedly 50% more rigid than the GS. Well, they add, like, seam sealer and yeah, more spot add, welding. Yeah. And, and sure. Well, they made new pieces. They didn't yeah. actually cut them out of it. It's not yeah. like you have to trade in three Lexuses yeah. to get yeah. one RCF. Yeah, but, that, but that's basically how they get in the geometry. So it's got the track width of the GS but the wheelbase of the IS. And it's not that the chassis is bad. It's not a bad chassis. I think on on the, it's a really good road car actually. Yeah. And it's a, you could go to a track day and have a good time with it, but it's definitely not perfect. It sounds like, it sounds like, they're not targeting it at us. They're targeting it at the people that would buy the Lexus. My fucking dad loves it. Yeah. That's my, my point. My dad loves it. He thinks that thing is so cool well, and it, wants I think to daily it. I think and it's actually, a car. So that's, I was curious how it drove because I, I drove all the ISF, whatever the fuck's in. I like the chassis and the 350 F Sport. The ISF, like you said, the, it, the, skated, the rear end skated too much and it was a little bit too stiff. And then I hated the interior the of the old IS, too. Oh, the yeah, new interior old. is really I nice. Hated, I hated almost everything about the old IS except yeah. the F. See, I, agree, I actually think the gem of the – like the the RC, the non-F car, just yeah. the regular RC 350 and the RC 350 F Sport, I think they nailed it. It's a really – I drove it's the 350 re- yeah. for a minute and it was really nice. It's a very and actually, nice they design. do a great job of approximating the V8's intake noise. Yeah. Uh, in the in the in the in the 350, it sounds almost exactly like the V8. Well, all the noise in the ISF was intake. Yeah, like, that's what it is. Too. I revved it. You were out. I think this I was is also car, that yeah. I was revving it, and you you couldn't really hear anything. Yeah, and come on. Can. They weren't very loud on track either. When you no, hear no, other people driving, it. an exhaust I think might go a, g- a good way with oh, that yeah. car. They said it. Yeah, and they said intake. It. They said it was a lot of intake noise. We were talking, and they did a little bit of the resonance thing that everybody's, uh, everybody's yeah. doing. But like. Um, yeah, I, I think, you know, I, I'm just, I'm so tired of everybody trying to make their car a BMW. Like, not everything has to be a BMW, and, mm-hmm. you know, BMW doesn't even know how to make BMWs anymore. Yeah. But, so yeah. The, the RC is really something unique. I mean, it's it's their answer to a BMW, but it's not the same thing. It has its own feel. It's got a nice, solid ride. It's, you know, it's Japanese performance. I mean, they used to make, you know, we used to love their sports cars, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. the Z, Z twin turbos and stuff like that. Cuz I'm with you. I the the IS I drove, I didn't get to do the launch event. So the one I drove was a 250F Sport, and I thought that thing was it's perfect. Oh, I, I, and I don't hate you, that motor the, the way I think you guys do. If, well, if you drove the 350, then you'd go, "Oh, cuz it's yeah. the same speed I didn't hate the motor until I drove the weak. 350 and then I was like, "Yeah, yeah." You know, I yeah, and I I, I, I th- this I mean, I like the 350. I'm not into I'm more into 
handling than than power, as you can tell by the fact that I drive a so suburban. You drive buses. Yeah, I drive suburban. buses and yeah, suburbans. Yeah. yeah, zero to sixty. What's sixty? Um, <laughs> small block Polara. You know what, things like that. What's the figure like eight numbers on the buses, by the way? What's the what? The figure eight number. Uh, I made it at twenty two miles an hour once, but I think my average uh, was off because I stopped to pick a bunch of people up. So, <laughs> but um, I they've. I think they've done a pretty good job, though. Like it's over. It's a other than understeering a bit, and a, a bit. Okay, it understeers a lot. <laughs> other than understeering a lot, and what tires was it on? Pirelli, uh, our Michelin Super Sports. Oh, uh, so it has no okay. excuse. Yeah, it, I mean, well, I think with some tuning, some camera caster, you I think with make some it. adjustments, you could probably make it go because it's not like the weight distribution's bad. Like mm-hmm. the fundamentals are kind of there, mm-hmm. and it is I mean. Alignment. I don't know. I mean, it, maybe it's just conservative. Maybe I think like, it's just, they may have also they may have also dialed it back for fear of nah. that to pile it into a wall. No, I don't think so. No? They put a chicane in the back straight at Monticello no. for that. Well, can you no. imagine the speeds we would have gotten up to? Jo- apparently, Justin Bell hit 166. I was thinking. Road. I was thinking yeah. this has got to be if you went straight through, you'd be 150. Yeah. If you didn't know, I don't. I don't know what I'm doing, um, <laughs> and I'm not a really great driver. And I think I was able to hit like 120 yeah. on that straight and really good brakes. I'm an okay lead. driver, and in a Corvette ZR1 at that straight without a chicane in it, I was able to do 167. <laughs> it was a bar. It was a borrowed ZR1. I would have been distracted one, so. by the by the imminent release of my bowels. No. But, uh, that that kink taking that kink at a buck fifty flat is really uh, gnarly. If you if you can. It, it's really, really fucking serious. And you said Justin so, did it at 166. Apparently, Justin hit 166 because because they hired Justin to make a, a really cheesy promo oh, video for yeah. us journalists. And I, <laughs> yeah, the exactly. next time I see, can Justin, I drive it again? I am gonna fucking make fun. Of <laughs> I love this eye. It's I as lo- if they replaced your Lexus <laughs> with a houseplant. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. How have you you've been to Monticello before though, right? No, it's my first time at Monticello. Is it well, spectacular? I've been up there. I've been up there to. Uh, I, I used to go to the Concord Hotel, so I've been up there for Passover. But dude, for, I went uh, there in seventh grade to the Concord. We saw Judy Gold do a, a sold out show in front of like two thousand people. The, I think the that's the juiciest thing you've uh, ever said. The Concord is one of those like uh, World War Two era shitholes, like that whole families would. It's like camp. You go your for whole Passover. Family. Yeah. yeah, it's a like, resort um, with like, no uh, with uh, no like water. dirty dancing. Dirty dancing happens in a place like that. I don't remember that. Yeah. There's a place called the Borscht Belt, and all the Jews from New York would go up to up for Passover, and they'd have a massive seder because it's a pain in the ass to set your house up okay. when everybody was conservative. Yeah, that was like the way you could go, and they do this mass. And I was little, so the ballrooms just seemed huge. So you go for a massive seder, and they had camp for the kids. It was pretty cool. Okay, and it's it's a hotel ultimately, but right. like there's. There's a pool and like there's a ski a little ski slope in the winter and there's like a couple golf courses there and you would the, you'd go with your family you'd to this You'd go resort. and see Lenny Bruce or resort. somebody like exactly. that. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Your headliner would be Alan Sherman, you know, Shecky <laughs> yeah. Deckelman or something like yeah. that. Or so we saw Judy Gold when I was in seventh grade there. And people would actually say, well, "Not so no." You'd hear a lot of that. <laughs> oh my god! There's a That'd great, great. independent. There's a great independent movie called Sweet Lorraine about the last of the small hotels, yeah. which gave in to like Grossingers and the Concord and all that. Which is uh, but how, that. how awesome is the racetrack though? That was amazing. I'm like I'm like by the time it, what was it, the one of the PR guys like what do you think? I said I think I'm going to finish two laps and it'll be time for the 2018 refresh car to be <laughs> yeah. launched. It just goes on and on yeah, and on, yeah, yeah. and you go like. Oh, here's that corner I'm supposed to be careful in. Oh no, that's not the one. Oh, I could have gone a lot faster. Oh shit, this is the corner. You know, there's a lot of that. That's a scary friggin' track, but yeah. a lot of fun. It took a while for us to get to get used to it. I was there. I was living in New York during the time that, that track was built. 
So I was running a car club, so they would have us bring our members up there to try and sell the membership. So we were driving it on, like, ATVs when it was dirt and shit. Oh, wow. And we were all like, oh, this place is going to be fucking crazy, you know, and, and, and it is. You just go back and forth and back and it's forth. Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And really actually, good, yeah. I just bought these things, um, big ups to the Linear Edge. They sell those racetrack wall art. Have you seen that? Mm. They take a track map, the outline of a racetrack, and they cut it in, like, a two-inch thick plywood mm-hmm. and paint the front of it black. So it's a three-dimensional racetrack line art on your wall. So I ordered a couple of them, and we ordered Road America and Monticello, which are the same length, give or take. Mm-hmm. But Monticello is very kind of compact and sort of coils up on itself, whereas Road America kind of like runs the perimeter of a huge property. I was going to ask, do they charge extra because so much wood is required to model, model Monticello? Yeah, yeah. No. When the UPS truck came, were there people protesting with signs? <laughs> save the forest! Save the forest! We're in a drought, man. <laughs> Fucking drought. Yeah, there you go. Cut down the trees to save water. So, mm-hmm. so okay. Why should you buy the Lexus and why should you not buy that Lexus? Um, Why should you? Are you asking me? Yeah, I'm asking why you. Why should, should you? Well, we're we're going to boil it down to... to like a magazine does. Like, what's okay. hot? What's not? Why should you buy the Lexus? Because everybody has a BMW. Why uh, Why shouldn't you buy the Lexus? Because you could buy a BMW. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's fair. That's I would say that I you think. should buy the Lexus because, well, for me personally, and I have no problem saying this, every experience I've had with a BMW press car has been exceptional. Mm-hmm. Every experience I've had with a BMW that someone in my family has owned has been miserable. And the BMW dealer experience, in in just my experience, maybe other people have said different, in my experience, the BMW dealer experience is pretty terrible compared to Lexus's. The Lexus service department by me is open till midnight, seven days a fucking week. That is crazy. And so... You know, and also Lexus's is It's don't as break. if they replaced your service department <laughs> with an all-night whorehouse. <laughs> <laughs> it's as if your service writer was Victoria Beckham. <laughs> Sorry. That's, that's brilliant. That's exactly. That's totally what they do. You can just do that shit all day, man. I, actually, that was my first suggestion is I come on the show. I won't be credited. Just every time you talk, you know, we're sponsored by, you know, whatever, whatever. It's as if your sunglasses <laughs> were a house. You can just do that, you know, anonymously. Yeah, that's what uh, Doug Benson's got a couple guys that come on. They just do impressions just do random the whole time. Impressions. So it'll mm-hmm. say, like, it'll say guests are this person, this person, and then it'll have quotes and be like, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. And the whole time it doesn't say his real name, and it's just this guy who, like, impersonates Wahlberg or, like, other dudes, and they're good, and they just I, do the Doesn't whole uh, uh, show. Kevin Pollack uh, uh, does a fucking podcast called Talkin' Walkin'? Yes, he, he does. does. Where he does uh, an, an entire podcast as Christopher Walken? He does Walken. the best Walken. Yeah. Oh, my, my friend God. And I, I have to mention that, because he's going to listen to that. We're into that, and he's a pilot, and I've flown with him, and we were... Kevin we, Pollack? No, no, no. My oh. friend is... Uh, oh, okay. And yeah. we're into Christopher Walken. But uh, he's an airline pilot now, and I keep telling him he's got to do oh. he's got to do all he's got to talk to ATC like to air traffic control like Christopher Walken you know like you know like whatever three Papa Alpha at five thousand up for eight thousand know? um, coming in gonna yeah. request landing clear to land. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't do it all. Actually, the best one I've heard was Kevin. I think it was a Kevin yeah, Pollock's Kevin Pollock's where he just goes. He, he just goes. No, 
<laughs> no. I almost walked in, and that's my one good New York City celebrity sighting. I was coming down the steps at a place called Musical Theater Works, and he's on the landing. And I like nearly walked into him, and I went past, and then I go, "Was that Christopher Walken?" So I turn around to look, and he's right friggin' behind me, <laughs> and I'm like looking right into it, and like you know. Did you say something? No, I didn't. It's Christopher Walken. I, I would, shoot are you me. kidding me? I would say what's up to Christopher Walken if he's right there. You Fuck know what? Yeah, I'm, you gotta give him the head nod. I met a guy who lived across the street from him because there was this old beat up green Volvo wagon parked on like in the upper. Of course, 70s. that's Walken's whip. It was his wife's. I said, "Was that?" I said, "Is that?" Because my friend had an old Volvo. I said, "Is that yours?" He goes, "No, that's Christopher Walken's wife's." He said he lived across the way and I sent him a letter once. I said, he wrote him a letter across the street. He said, yeah, because I was too shy to knock on his door to ask for like <coughs> acting advice, and he came by. Really? Yeah. He said he wouldn't make eye contact, but he, you know, <laughs> but he, he came by and knocked on his door. And the worst part is, he was just getting out of the shower. He assumed it was the UPS guy. So the doorbell's ringing. He's like, just a fucking minute! And he goes down, and it's Christopher Walken. I heard you wanted to be an actor. So. <laughs> Have you ever seen uh, the Saturday Night Live skit they did with Kevin Spacey, and it was like, uh, Star Wars thrown away auditions. Yes. yes. Oh, That's one of my favorite Walken videos. Is, uh, as, Han Han Sol- Han Solo. as Han Solo. You never heard of the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> oh, She's fast enough for you, old man. Oh, man. That and sucks. His... I'm sorry. You know, I had it. I don't... <laughs> and his Walter, his Walter oh, Matthau is yeah. Walter, Walter Matthau is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. You know, these tracks are side by side. The Empire rides in a line to hide their numbers. Some people always Traveling single file to hide their numbers. <laughs> so we were talking about what the, the hell Lexus, is this right? picture about anyway? <laughs> it's as oh. if you guessed had ADD. You know? <laughs> no, it, the Lexus is a good car. It's a good car. It's a good car. Not the, it's not the best track weapon money can buy, but for I, sixty yeah. grand, it's a lot of car. I want to spend more time with it. I think it's. I think it's going to take me some time, but I think it's pretty wonderful. Yeah. Um, and I, plus, how awesome is Lexus for now making the most aggressive looking car in its class? I like that. I mean, well, usually when when the, when the Japanese go for weird styling, they yeah, get really yeah. weird styling. Oh, but come on. Like the Japanese it. do weird. The rear, the rear end of that car is so complex. <laughs> the shapes and shit. And you know what's crazy. weird is the like the RCF gets the plainer, the more plain rear end. Like one of them, the IS or the RC three fifty has those plastic strakes. Oh yeah, like on the side. I actually thought we were behind a we my driving partner and I thought we were following uh, an RCF. It turns out we were following an RC three fifty. Like the the planer back end is on the RCF. The one thing I have to complain about. So this is one of this is one of those brilliant technological ideas gone horribly the fucking touchpad. wrong. No, no, no. And that, the touchpad. The touchpad sucks, but it's better than the mouse. It's better than the mouse. Uh, I yeah. think if I had a week with a, with any Lexus and Bill, even Bill Kwong was like, I was like, Bill, what's up with the touchpad? And he was like, dude, he's like, I know you're probably not going to like it just today. He's like, but let me make sure to get you a car back in L.A. And I promise you after a week it will be, it's much better than the mouse. Oh, so that's how it's done. That's how I hey, get Hey, Bill, press, I don't know if I like the touchpad. That's how I uh, get touchpad. press cars. <laughs> well, no, they ha- so they have this G-Force downshifting. Thing I where didn't even it, bother with that shit. <laughs> oh, I had it on. Well, it's bad. If you shift it with the paddles, you felt the same thing. The idea is it decides to downshift based on the G-forces. Mm. So if you mm-hmm. brake hard, it'll respond to that with a downshift, which is a nice idea if that you're on full braking. That sounds like be terrifying, though. It's no... Well, I mean, oh. it's 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 not bad if it's intuitive. Like, GM does really... I like a good sport mode. My thing Porsche with an automatic... Porsche does it great. Porsche yes. sport yeah, mode but is it, My, my thing is, if the sport mode is right, I should never need the, pa- the paddles. It should always yeah. know what gear to be in. Theoretically, yes. The problem with that system is, 
instead of because if you're partial braking and it does a downshift, it tries to blip the throttle, but I don't think it declutches the convert. I mean, even it declutches no, the converter. No, it's locking. It locks is after it? second gear. And it it rocks, doesn't declutch. It rocks yeah. the whole car. So anytime you downshift, the whole car bucks. So it's going to throw your all the weight goes back and forth. And it's one and it's one it. thing if you do it if you're doing it yourself and you know it. It's a different thing. Yes. You know, if it's doing it for you. That's the one thing I I I have a very hard time driving any car in sport mode because I just assume tell it what to do. <laughs> I like it to know. It's an automatic transmission. Let it automate. That's the way I feel about it, you All know. Right. I can, I can I can definitely see it's that. It's as if you didn't have to do the shifting <laughs> at all. As if it was completely Automatic. <laughs> Cut to a drive-by. No, oh, and when you get in, when you go to one of those demo days, and you get in the car with the, the racing driver, and he goes, "Look, it's an auto," you know, and it does it perfectly. You go, "Okay," but then when when I drive it myself, I just rather do it myself. You, you know how? I, well, that's. I, I feel like either either let me do all the shifting. Yeah. With the clutch. Because the clutch is an ethereal part of the driving experience. It is. It is. Or um or just. You know, is just the do it for is, me. is the car's soul found in the clutch? Is that is that the the the, the pedal where you find it? Uh, that's a good question. No, I think you feel it through the chassis as well. Because mm. I think a good car soul can transcend the transmission. Remember, that's the most it, intelligent sounding thing I've ever it said. It can, and I'll tell you why. I have a Vanquish, which is an oh, it's one, an, is an automatic, which has the worst gearbox in the history of cars. It's the worst gearbox <laughs> in the world. In the world, yes. it's as if they replaced the gearbox with a clock, <laughs> with Ringo Starr's hair. Yeah, with the grandmother's have, uh, severed leg. Exactly. Do we have. Uh, has, has anyone on Facebook said anything interesting? Leg. Oh, we, yeah. Uh, every time board. we do a podcast, we put up on Facebook who our guest is and uh, what we'll be talking about, That'll sort be... of. We did not predict the 45 minutes on buses. Sorry. I didn't even tell you I didn't bring the Viper. I know. I, I, didn't, I didn't put how that you were... How much longer bur- does this podcast that's, go? That's, uh, that's how uninteresting I find the Viper. I didn't <laughs> even put that you would be bringing a Viper. I was going to bring the Viper. And then it threw a, t- it threw a, it threw a TPMS light just as I was about to get on the freeway. And I thought, well, I better have a look at this. So I'm like, oh, no. This is how old I'm getting. Your TPMS reports suck. What's that? Your TPMS reports. I have the new TPMS cover sheet, though. So um, I, so I'm like, oh, no, I have to take the car where my feet don't hurt and I can hear <laughs> and things like that. It, it is Today is Labor Day, it needs to be said, and nothing says Labor Day like, like a, driving a I mean, really, because Labor Day is about... You know, scamming the government, your government job for disability insurance, and nothing says you've done that like a brand new Viper. Oh my god! I actually knew somebody. I knew a guy who worked at banks who spent he 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 lost part of a leg in a motorcycle crash, and he had a Viper, an early Viper, and they gave him like a, a large lump sum for his physical therapy, and he said, "Can I spend it any way I want?" And they said, "Yeah." So he bought a Viper, and he said, "Because there's no friggin' way I'm I'm letting a Viper sit in my." sit in my driveway when I can't drive it. So he had to get up to speed so he could drive a clutch with the peg leg, and that's what he did. <laughs> that was his physical therapy, and within eight months, he was driving that Viper. That with a, with a awesome. fucking pirate leg? Yeah. Bitching. I don't remember how far down, I don't remember how far down he lost it. It was in a motorcycle. I have a family thing. friend who had a, a, who was paralyzed in a, uh, I believe a skiing accident a long time ago, and has a Corvette with fucking hand controls and goes to track days with it. That's awesome. He's a boss. He has a C6 Corvette. I think I've, I, I've, I've spoken to him on the phone recently, and we're trying to get him into something with a bit better, better paddle shifters. Huh. Uh, yeah, know, they, can do, cool. they can do manual transmission hand controls. 
I haven't seen uh, it, but can, I've seen them. They yeah. can. He said he tried them, but he said they were a huge pain in the ass. And he yeah, well, it's effectively the transmission in your Aston then. Yeah, <laughs> it basically is. It's a sh- it's shit. Um, actually, it's very close to what that is. It's exactly it what it is. It's, almost a, the it's same an automated thing. manual. Yeah, it's as if they replaced the transmission with shit. <laughs> you remember the touring car, like the, the the touring car champions, where they have the shifter right next to yeah, here, yeah. straight cut? Yeah. I wish someone would bring out up high near the steering wheel. From like the factory? Stick. That would be Stick, tough. no paddles. There is a Porsche. But not straight cut. There's a Porsche conversion cut. for that. To do to turn Just up your high shifter. there, it's tall and it's a, it's a sequential that would be cool. conversion PDK. for your stock gearbox. Not for PDK. Then you get some soul back because then you stick, have to reach yeah. one hand over. You have to hit a lever. Apparently, it wears out the synchros really fast. That's what the BBI guys told me. They said it's awesome, but it like like guilt kills trannies in like twenty thousand miles. Well, that's like the the, the, the crappy Civic Joe, SI here. used to have the shifter right near the on wheel. the dash. Yeah, the yeah. Dash back one. Like, There's a bunch yeah. of European cars. Alphas, that do that. man, all alphas are about that dashboard shifter. They love that shit. What does Facebook Honda have? Honda Element, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Yes, it does on the Honda Element. Fat, get an Element. That's the fit. That's the fit. Bigger dogs in the center console, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, we got a question from Mr. Regular, actually, of Regular Car Reviews. Uh, he says, for one month, would you rather drive? A mechanically perfect K car, or a Lotus Esprit in which an ad exec went on a cocaine fueled bender and lost all control of his orifices. Okay, well that's not that's a trick question because only one of those things exists. <laughs> I am a K car veteran, so Someone, my first car was a K car. Which one was it? An Aries? It was a Reliant. It was Ooh. an '82 Reliant with a carburetor. I was oh. supposed to have an Aries as my first car, but my dad had to sell it. They are fucking bad. It was. To, we what had do you have the, to buy to sell it. Uh, we were moving, so we couldn't take it with us. Ugh. It was. Uh, it's but the first thing on top to go, of this, because it would lower your property on top values. Of this, yeah. <laughs> no, get this. He bought this in like '97. It was like an '86 that had 3,000 miles on it, and it was a fucking diesel. Really? Yeah. A cake? Who made it? They didn't make a diesel. Yes, they did. Car. They made a Dodge Aries diesel. It was only in Florida. No, no, no. This was this was when you were in New Hampshire. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Mm. That's well, a new one on me. And I li- thought I knew. Live free or drive. Yeah. I wrote the original. <laughs> I wrote the original K car page on allpar.com. Seriously? Yep. Seriously. I think I my byline might still K-Cars. be there. Tom and I <laughs> once went to to New York to film a Vega for some website, and it was the guy. Had the, the was the most obsessed with Vegas of. I mean, you ever meet someone who's just obsessed with horrible cars? And so this guy literally wrote the Wikipedia page on the Vega. And <laughs> the nor- engines didn't really melt. No, but if but the craziest thing is if you go to Wikipedia and look up the page on the Vega, it is the most thorough. <laughs> it's like it's like twenty pages long on the fucking Vega. You know what's sad? Wrote. I've read the Vega page on Wikipedia. <laughs> I actually have. I love me some shit. Cars, I really do. I think you win the Jalopnik enthusiast obscure car love thing. Like you went all the way to bus, yeah, manual transmission. That is not necessarily turned back. Full stop. And nothing yet. And everything pneumatic. Yeah, that was the cool thing about the bus. You almost put, nothing was your analog, and it it's a wagon. Yeah, it's huge. If we put I, my, you, I did own actually for a very brief time. I owned uh, an Aries wagon with a stick shift. Really? I bought it on a salvage title. I donated it to charity, and the tax deduction I got through my father. I drove it like five times because it didn't that? work. Blake, uh, what? Blake just came. 
<laughs> it was it was a four speed car. I bought it from my music professor, and it funded my first old car, which was a duster, a six cylinder. George Natarius got his outfit from that guy. <laughs> this guy looked exactly like Santa Claus, but he had a mini. He had some cool friggin' cars, but um, he had like a mini, an Ambassador, and an old Mercedes. 190 that was buried on. I think it was a 190. Oh, really? The old big ones? Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was a stick shift K car, but it just it wasn't in very good shape. With a, I mean, that kind of goes without saying. Yeah, when we <laughs> had, it was uh, it was manual as well. Oh, they were so terrible manual. It was worse. That's how, that's why driving the CRX doesn't bother me. The distance shifter, because like you know, first was up by the column, second yeah. was behind the seat. You know, third you had to go over, touch the glove box, rub your head. Back down and then up into the ashtray, and then fourth was where first was. You know, and um, it was just a circle. Yeah, you, you, yeah. Just, you just swirled it around and hope you yeah. got a gear. You formed an R. That was the trick. I actually had a, I actually had a, a rabbit. I had a rabbit diesel, which was originally a four-speed car, and the guy put a different engine and a five-speed transmission in it, and they cut a hole in the floor plan. Was it a Cummins or a Detroit? Diesel? No, no, no. I wish. No, it was a, it was a Volkswagen diesel. That one I had to keep a block of wood to wrap on the starter for when it wouldn't work. Oh, our friend Larry Castilla had one of those, and it wouldn't yeah. start either because it was a fucking shitbox. No, mine was awesome. <laughs> mine was gr- mine was really until it blew a head gasket in about five minutes. It was great, but the only way I didn't I didn't I only owned the car for a few months, but I couldn't I only figured out the last week of ownership how to get it into fifth gear because he hadn't cut the hole big enough. So I kept getting third when I wanted fourth, and you had to like push a little bit up and to the right. And the trick was. You had to you had to push to the right and up and think about fifth gear. <laughs> like if you thought about anything else, you'd wind up in third. <laughs> yeah, you had to go fifth gear, fifth gear. I want fifth. I'm going to fifth. And that's a car I decided to see if I could drive all the way to work without the clutch. Um, and? and I did it because, you know, just for starting. But yeah. I, I, I'm like, okay, I'm going to back out of my driveway. I'm going to use the clutch to go in reverse, and I'm not going to use the clutch. I lived in Pasadena. I worked in Azusa. I make Ooh. it all the way, okay, and I'm just around the corner from the office, and there's a stop. There's a walk, a pedestrian crosswalk in the middle of the block by this golf course, and out comes an 85-year-old woman <laughs> with a walker. And I go, oh, I am fucked. And then I go, no, I'm not because the gearing is so low. So I stopped like two car lengths short. <laughs> As it was coming to a stop, I put it into first, and I just put my feet flat on the floor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, And it would idle at like a slow crawling pace. Exactly. And she's going across with her walker. Thank you, Sonny. And I'm just slowly (laughs) and took off, and I made it all the way without the clutch. I was very proud of myself. Yeah, Larry had one of those. It was rough. Choke. Nice choke on there. There's no choke on a diesel. There was a choke on those rabbit. There diesel. was a. St- there was a. I know. I, I know some of the Maybe older ones a, had like a decompression or something like that. Whatever you like called it, release. Yeah. Whatever yeah. you called it, it was a, a compression release. Because like you never choke a diesel. That's the cool part. There's no choke. There's they're a full throttle well, all the time. It had a choke like. Thing. I think it had maybe a compression. Yeah, you release the compression so you can spin the motor and start it. Oh, yeah. or whatever. It was. That's what old I wish you I had. Yeah, you used to, you'd start them because you know you, you're 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 compressing air yeah, yeah, like yeah, a full yeah, throttle, yeah, yeah. so you'd release the compression on certain cylinders. That's the thing is like if you don't have cranking speed, yeah, you can have everything yeah, in the world. That's what it was. You yeah. know? the symbol on the lever looked like fucking choke. Yeah, I, I they, well you can't, like they I said, probably just reused them. a fucking. They probably thing. did. I same don't know. one. It was a eighty-one. Who the hell knows? Crappy ass car, but it was, long and it was a long line. And then uh, I moved. And then from my K car, I moved up to the last carbureted Omni. Oh god! <laughs> An eighty-seven Omni America. Man, you are the shitbox king of Chicago. With the optional, you? with the optional high back bucket seats. <laughs> <laughs> It's as if they replaced your cucumber sandwich with a hot dog. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's as if your wheels 
with the king of Spain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else is Facebook? <laughs> I like our, the British accent or your impression has, is like not a British accent. It's like this smarmy like. It's, just, it's a little yeah. It's, it's American exaggerated Clarkson yeah. at this point. No, I, That's yeah. All, yeah. it's Hammond and Clarkson together. You totally. know, yeah. it should be really <laughs> terrible. But it isn't. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Pace it slowly. Um, I have an O3 Bug Eye WRX, but I'm looking to get something nicer. I've been interested in the Focus ST, but going front-wheel drive from all-wheel might not be something I want to do. Uh, the, the funny cap to this is, you think the ST would be a decent upgrade, at least as far as the interior is concerned? That's <laughs> the question? Yeah, because we all know how lovely the O3 WRX is <laughs> yeah. with its shelf <laughs> and, like, underneath, the, underneath the HVAC control. Yeah, of course I the love ST is nice. I love a Focus ST. Yeah, Although we may too. want to hang on a little bit because it looks like we're going to be getting an all-wheel drive RS. He can't afford that. But yeah, yes, that's yeah, that's true. Awesome. Not coming from an 03 bug eye, he can't yeah. afford it. But and the ST is nice. But you know what? Yeah, and the beauty the of that car is it will. it's so well-balanced and it will lift off. You get a little yeah, lift-off yeah. oversteer. And I you can love put that. snow tires on it and yep. be fine. He'll have way more fun than he thinks. Most people who have all-wheel drive cars have never like tried snow tires. Snow tires are amazing. A friend of mine buys Subarus and he puts snow tires on them. They're amazing. Like there's no friggin' stopping. Yeah, they're amazing. Yeah. They're like fuck you, truck, move yeah, over, exactly. Cherokee. Although yeah. my Omni was pretty darn good with its 90-10 weight distribution. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, I used to I used to jack that thing up to change the oil. I'd put the jack stands on the subframe right about the firewall. Yeah. All the weight would come off the back wheels and the doors wouldn't open and close smoothly. Because <laughs> <laughs> it literally had the 2.2. The fucking... Yeah, the whole car would flex because the weight. I think the weight distribution was literally like 85-15. So that had bad. the balance of one of those. What's the bicycle called with the giant wheel? A penny wheel? farthing. Like a, a penny, penny farthing. farthing. <laughs> yes. The Omni. The Omni. Guy but in the, the Omni penny farthing. The Omni penny farthing. <laughs> it's as if you'd be better off with a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Probably would have been too. Lower maintenance. I came very um, close to writing about that. Remember the Coda Electric? Oh, yeah. I oh. came very close. I didn't publish the article because <laughs> I didn't want the PR person to get in trouble. But I came very close to talking about the glider. That The competitive set is a bicycle and your shoes. <laughs> yeah. And frankly, I'm going for the bicycle. I'm going with bike on that. Oh, man. <laughs> that fucking that poor shit. thing. I saw, I've seen a couple people driving those things around, man. The Coda? Yeah. Oh. And they all have them done up like billboards. Like, it's electric. No, I fucking swear. It's not a Suzuki. It's electric. It's a Coda. I used to, you know that, you know when you hear people say, well, there are no bad cars anymore. Every time I, I go, you haven't driven the Coda EV, have you? I had to drop that from my vocabulary. Oh, was that was that a borrowed chassis? Oh, yeah. borrowed car. It's a Suzuki I thought right, it was a Mits- it was it was a was Chinese it? something or other that originated with somebody like Mitsubishi or Suzuki or somebody who sold a, off yeah, the platform. Yeah, I thought it was a Suzuki Esteem or something. It was okay. no, the Esteem was better because I was reviewed it. <laughs> I reviewed an Esteem wagon oh, that led boy. indirectly to my getting my about.com job. Really, they were like, "Oh my god, the an guy Esteem who has estate. access to the Suzuki Estate. <laughs> He's getting Suzukis Esteem. and the Reno." <laughs> Judging by the way this gentleman writes, I think he owned an Omni. <laughs> he has it. He has it. Steam. I remember the uh, when I was when I worked for the car magazine in England, we got a car to test called the called the Daihatsu Applause. So uh, seriously, so we nicknamed everything. So of course that one we called the Clap. Yeah, so yeah. my favorite British humor story is we we did a we did a, a we used to do these overnight tests. We had the we had the Daihatsu Applause, we had the Proton Persona, 
which what was a 1992. Proton was this Malaysian company that sold an 86 Mitsubishi and a 92 Mitsubishi. This is like <laughs> 1994. And the Persona was the 92 Mitsubishi. So there's really cheap, well-equipped cars. And then the equivalent Citroen Xantia. Of the same I, price. I remember the Citroen the Zantia, Zantia. Which the Xantia of the same price was 1.6, 8-valve, manual everything. I mean, it was terrible. And internally, the car, the test was called uh, Cars for Saddled Bastards. So <laughs> the way we used to do these group tests is a magazine called What Car Magazine. So the way we do them was the writer, the photographer, and then enough warm bodies. So I was the warm body, and I was the intern. And somehow we tossed, and I won the toss, and I got to my own room, which I think they lied. I think just nobody, because I was such a nerd. I was like the Jacob <laughs> Brown of my day. Um, you know, you guys know Jacob, right? No. Oh, uh, Jacob'sautomotive.com. Oh, you yeah. know the PR site. He's really great, oh, really energetic. Yeah, you know, yeah. a really good guy. Can talk mm. cars till all hours. So I was that. I think they were happy to have me on my own. So I had the applause last. So I knew that they were going to be photographed in the morning. So before I retired, I gave the keys to the writer so that I wouldn't have to get woken up. So I'm sitting there at breakfast with the writer, and our photographer, Julian, comes over, and he comes over and he goes, Aaron, have, um, have you got the clap? And I said, no, I gave the clap to Graham last night. <laughs> it was my favorite moment. <laughs> the Diazzo applause. And I remember our comment on it was the styling, it looks like it was drawn and crowned by a three-year-old. Oh, well, and this is the company like. that felt the need to name a model the charade. So, yes, yeah. charade. Yes, we Please had a we had a it properly, yes. we could pronounce it charade. Yes. We had a we had one as a long termer, and somebody offered it to me for a trip, and it was like I don't smoke, but I imagine it's like smoking those ultra light cigarettes. It was like driving air. It was the most <laughs> not there car. And I took it on a on a on a road trip once, just for a weekend, and it was great because it was like being in like Wonder Woman's invisible jet. You know, there was like nothing to distract you from the scenery. You know, the Sherrod 1.3 GLX, oh, the car that left us quids in, because this is England in 19. What the car that left us quids in. What the fuck is quids in? I, quid is a you know quids a pound. Yeah. So I, th- like the fact, and this is England in 1994. The fact that the car ran for a year. They had a charade before that, a charade, and the fact that the car ran for a year and whatever, fifteen twenty thousand miles, and never needed to be fixed. Oh really? And st- you know, started on the first try every time. <laughs> was seriously was still fucking amazing to the British. Like a car that didn't need to be fixed for a year. Wow, you know, it's raining out and now it stunts on the bridge. If a car breaks running. ever, I get so pissed now. Yeah, Tomorrow now I'm taking here. my Volt for its first service. Is it's, it your Volt? Not, it's not a press car, it's mine. You bought a Volt? I leased it, but yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's got 9,500 miles on it. Mm. I've averaged 186 miles a gallon. <laughs> and I'm taking it for its first service, which consists of tire rotation. <laughs> That is it. Awesome. That is 100% of the service needs of my Volt at 9,500 miles. That's brilliant. I'm actually also having them install. Anyone who watched our Volt review on YouTube mm-hmm. will know that I complained about the wind buffering when you mm-hmm. put the, the buffeting, buffering? Buffeting. 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 When you yeah. put the windows down, they have a fix for that, which is a little cap that goes on your mirrors that redirects wind. So you can no finally drive with the wind. Because driving an electric those... car with the windows down is magnificent. So quiet, it's great. But you it's can't as do it if the they replace the air around you <laughs> with with a vacuum. Led Zeppelin. Yeah. 
Sorry, I ran out of things. It's as if they replace the air around you with the hit of a nitrous balloon. It's as if your mirror was a cookie. So that's yeah. So wow, we really have run dry. So so the entire service needs of the vault are zero. So I had great went on the trip to Texas a few weeks ago, and I had the I drove the new Sonata for the first time. And unremarkable car, otherwise, I mean, just very middle of the road, but it had the largest A-pillars I've ever seen to the point where I couldn't see pedestrians in the fucking crosswalk. They, uh, have they made them bigger? Oh, a lot of cars have big A-pillars. You had the North Korean version. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's for eliminating undesirable. It was made of bundles of bamboo. (laughs) That just hides uh, everything they don't want you to see. Well, they had to... I remember that they had a lot of horsepower in that car and not much chassis. Zach and I went out and did 150 miles an hour in one of those things, which for 23 grand was pretty fucking staggering, actually. In the 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 two-liter turbo. The two-liter turbo, which they took horsepower away from. Did you drive the the 1.6? I did. The turbo? I did. I yeah. can't remember it. That's actually... You'd remember it. That's Is actually, that the one that's to actually, have? That's honestly, decent. yeah, honestly, not to sound like you know, the 1.6 revs so but sweeter. No, it really is. It really is. Actually, that's the one it with did that it, it did an honest 44 miles to the gallon. It was really? pretty that's, impressive. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. My Suburban will do that if I don't start it. <laughs> Eating a cookie in the microphone. Push Sorry. it down a hill. That's how we know it's... Oh, you got anything else on Facebook? Yeah. What else we got? Um... You guys, oh, uh, real quick, back to the the RC. Uh, is the non FRC worth worth the price difference, or is the F worth the price difference? It depends on what you. What is the price yeah. difference? Well, I, I remember the regular one started at forty two five. The F Sport was like forty six or forty seven. Technically, pricing hasn't been announced. Yeah, and then the and yeah. then, and then the it was uh, no, until the embargo, and then it was uh, sixty two is starting What's for the, the F. And fully loaded is 70. Is the base motor the 3.5? Yes. yes. 308 horsepower or something. It's not bad. You know what, though? For the target audience of Lexus, that's probably all they fucking I, need. I would take yeah. an RC 350 F Sport over like an Infinity, whatever the fuck they're calling that Q60? thing these days. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All day. Oh, Which, yeah. oh, the news that came out today, they're reverting back to hydraulic steering. It was so bad in the new Infinities. Oh well, no, they had like they had steer by wire. Yeah, that's a whole lot. Jack Baruth wrote a story that was pretty goddamn terrifying, where he got it to like shit out on him on the track. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Ooh, I should be that. Wow. I actually, I, I thought that was pretty. Fr- I didn't drive it on the track. I thought it was pretty friggin' cool because it'll switch modes. Yeah. It changes the ratio, but it waits until the end of a steering event. So if like you're in mid corner and you switch it to it. sport mode until you go back to neutral, and then the next time the ratio will be different. Oh really? It's pretty I friggin' I cool, but it's also a little yet. scary. Yeah, well, that seems scary. Yeah. I didn't like it. I don't it's like variable geometry, and that's what um what whatever I can the the Lexus, the head engineer of the RCF, someone I saw in the questions asked about turbos, like was the V8 the right decision? Mm-hmm. The the engineer behind this car was the guy who did every Supra, mm-hmm. did the SC300, he did the LS400. So he's done a few turbos. He's done some shit. He's done some cars, and so this guy said, absolutely no variable geometry steering. Fixed geometry steering and must have a naturally aspirated V8, and that's what they went with. I would, if I could answer the question, I would say they're almost they're almost two different kinds of cars. Like if that's what if you want what the RCF has to offer, yeah, then yes, it is definitely worth the money. The yeah, noise yeah, yeah. and all that. I yeah, think yeah. That, that oh, also about the RCF, I drove two different ones. One has the tor- one had torque vectoring, and one has a standard Torsen mechanical limited slip diff. Yes. 
I preferred the mechanical Torsen diff. Yeah. Oh, surprised see, I, me at all. Yeah, I he, like the fancy-ish one. The Lexus, I did the feel Lexus the difference. people said most people that are like that are really into racetrack stuff prefer the mechanical diff. Which makes and sense. Most regular regular drivers prefer the 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 special one. Well, it's like yeah, yeah. regular drivers definitely me. Believe me, <laughs> but you know, drivers of limited abilities prefer the. Well, that, hey, I'm your guy. Yeah, let me get my let me get my Reliant out on the track. Um, you know, that's the thing is because I'd kind of resigned to the kind of artificial ca- feel that that car has, uh-huh. like the trying to do things through technology versus artificial feel is harsh. That's too harsh, but. So I, I can kind of buy into it doing yeah, things for you. Cause I, agree. I could I can rarely feel stuff like that. I just don't drive to those limits. But I really could feel a difference. I mean, that thing does – you feel it pushing the back end because you get kind of a steering effect yeah. uh, uh, out of, the, out of mm-hmm. it powering I didn't notice it until I drove both. You, I had I, to yeah, drive – I had to, you, you couldn't like – you, I drove like the whole morning in the torque the torque vectoring one, and then I got in the other. One, I was like, "Oh, I like yeah. this one." You I know, turned it on and off, and and you could definitely you can feel it shoving you around the corner. Yeah, it's yeah, essentially yeah. steering. Well, it's just, just like, grabbing the brakes on that side. No, no, no. It's no, not. It's, no, not, it's, no, it's not. adding it's not. power. It's yeah. not grabbing it's, brakes. It's oh, got okay. a it's got a motor. It, it essentially it uses an electric motor to manil- manipulate the clutch pack. But they okay. also said it's a planetary. It's, and I, so I said it's a. I said so it's a Prius drivetrain because the Prius is a planetary, right? With a motor, the motor is is an input that controls the. Sp- I don't yeah. really do planetaries. Controls mm-hmm. the whatever the the big sun gear, gear. The sun gear. And they said actually, yeah, they said it's the Prius. They said it's. They said it. I don't think I was being serious. They said it's Prius parts. It's really? the Prius input motor. I thought the Prius input motor would be a lot bigger than that, but That's it's the basic idea. Yeah, it makes sense. The, uh, the RCF engine can also run Atkinson cycle when it's off throttle. Do you think they can eventually add torque fill, air quotes torque fill, maybe for something along those the lines? motors don't add power. Those electric motors, yeah, but all they, they do is they, engage a clutch. It's an electric pack. motor that you could add power to. It would take a lot more, so. a lot bigger right. motor and a lot more batteries. Possibly. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I mean, we didn't get a schematic on it, but it yeah. sounds like you know how the Prius essentially uses an electric motor yeah. to change the gear ratio. It sounds like that's what this is. That's what this thing is doing. Yeah. It's not the feeding in power. It's just. If, and it's not necessarily I – mean, I don't find the, the feel to be artificial per se. It's just that like when you go around a racetrack without it, you realize how much of it was there. Yes. Um, and you you know, can't really is, go wrong. I mean it's like yeah. you, you it's great with the mechanical one or if you feel like you might want a little extra help, you can get the other one and turn it on or off. My attitude was it's not going to it's not going to oversteer unless I really fuck up. So yeah. it might as well have the di- the differential doing, you know, yeah. some of the it work won't for it's you. a it's a really really forgiving car and they kept they kept yeah. hanging on that. They kept ba- saying anyone can drive it on the track. Anyone can That's do this. True. Anyone can do that. And they I think they've really engineered a lot of forgiveness into it. So we, yeah, when you consider, because I think the old IS was just it, it, it you know, every, I, I hated it. Used to hate it when people compare Lexuses to like the nicest Camry I ever drove. Yeah, but the truth is, there have been some very Camry adich kind of. There's a little. Yeah, no, there's a that, little Yiddish that, yeah, for you. Yeah, Camry adich. They've been very Camry adich, um, <laughs> and this is not. This has its own personality. Yeah, for sure. I thought it was a neat. I thought it was a neat piece of. They picked the right things. elements from the LFA and the right elements from the IS, and it's. I think it's nice. And it's got a, and it's practical too. It's. Yes. it's Reasonably practical. It's spacious. It's got a big trunk. It has USB ports. Fucking stereo. There's a, the Mark Levinson stereo is pretty solid. Um, it's as if Moses delivered the tablets to <laughs> Lexus. <laughs> so let me ask you both. With the work that you've seen on this, does this give you hope for the next uh, supposed upcoming Toyota sports car? Uh, 
We heard a rumor that the next Toyota sports car is going to be co-platformed with BMW. Yeah, that's been going around for a while. And we heard that. And then we also... It makes me very excited for the GSF, which is coming. Okay. With that engine. The GS with that engine will be a fucking monster. It'll be great. I think that'll be a lot of fun. Depends on how much more it weighs, though. Are they going to do more to the engine? And if they leave the rear steering in it, which they should. Mm -hmm. That was cool, though. The, The cup car... RCF. Oh yeah, that looks awesome yeah, that looked looking. beasty oh, looking. Yeah, yeah the GT3 oh, car. Yeah. Flares on and it also, you can yeah, get rear steer in the 350 F Sport, but not in the F. That tells me that you, you no won't get it on the GS then. One thing about the GS, you though, might. Is, is the GS if it's if it's the same engine, you just have to wind the hell out of it. And most cars in that segment of that size, yeah, you get torque down low. You turbo, do. Stuff like that. You do. But it'll still be. It'll still have its own character. Oh, like totally. that can be you know, now that the you know the M5 has gone from. Super peak EV10 to mm-hmm. torque monster. Yeah, you know, it's if they want to step in and fill that rev happy niche, like all right, cool, I can roll with it. All, like it, change, all it takes yeah. is some different camshaft to change the way that feels. Anyway, this engine has different cams in it from the last one, but they probably you could get even better. It's camshaft. as if they replaced the camshaft with a penguin with another camshaft <laughs> with another camshaft. <laughs> it does give me hope. I mean, I, I, I well, I was gonna say the. Uh, the FRS should give us hope, but of course that's a Subaru. So, yeah. um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's really a Subaru. If you, um, but, uh, but people, if you look at the RC or the RCF and you look at it and go, yeah, that's nice, you'll get in it and you'll probably think that it, it's nice. What I like best about it is it's its own thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, I know they're, they're looking at BMW, but they kind of did their own thing. Cadillac did that with the ATS coupe. Yeah. Maybe not to the same degree of success, but um, it's it's I nice. I haven't driven the ATS it. coupe yet, but it, it looks alright. Have you driven the ATS sedan? Yeah. All right, you driven the ATS coupe. Then. All right. And there we go. <laughs> all right. Um, but yeah, it actually it was pretty cool. It's a car you could buy on its own merits. Like yeah, you can yeah, really yeah. you can really make a comparison. Like before, it would be you know should I buy a BMW 335 or or an IS 350? And my answer was like. <laughs> You know, yeah. um, but now it's and I don't even like to say nice things about BMW, which is probably why I don't go on their press events. But um, but they do build a pretty friggin' awesome car. But now it's now it's there's a real conversation. It's like, what do you want? You know, it has yeah. its own aspect. I actually think the, in a lot of ways the Lexuses are livelier than the BMWs. They're I mean they're 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 trying for something. It's yeah, like yeah. we're number two, we try harder, like the old Avis <laughs> school of marketing. You know. Uh, what do you want to plug before we get out of here? About uh, cars.about.com. Uh, cars.about.com. And uh, the video's on Autobytel, and I think that's pretty much it. I'll have and what, you're on Twitter. Are you about cars on Twitter? Yeah, I don't tweet very much. But uh, if, if actually, you know what I would love, and I promise I'll update it more. If you do me at my, my Facebook page, it's facebook.com slash autonerd, A-U-T-O-N-E-R-D. I have like three likes, uh, <laughs> mostly because I only update it like once every decade. Yeah. So I promise I will update more. Yeah, and with that's news comes that. likes. Yeah, and then with and then I can all the stuff that I do for everywhere I try to I try to put. We're gonna yeah. do a, we're gonna do a, a a Viper video for Autobytel. Yeah, I think I have something pretty good planned for that. Good, thanks for coming, my dude. Yeah. It's been fun. Oh, Let's this has been we'll wonderful. I'm very so happy to sit at the table and, with the cool kids. And the kids. chips ahoy. So the chips ahoy are actually yeah, and it's very a pleasure to be able to buy beer for you. Did you? I only had three of them. Are they all gone? No, there's a ton out. of them. No. Oh, okay. I, I was I've been eating a lot of them. I think it's fucking Labor Day dinner time is what it is. About that, about that time. Not no cookies for me. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, uh, slash the Smoking Tire. Leave a comment on iTunes if you love the podcast. Keeps us high in the rankings. Uh, uh, who else plug anything? What's going on? Uh, oh, Zach bought a Crown Vic. Ha. Yeah. 
We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that next week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we were gonna have Alonzo come in, but he had a he had a confl- conflict, and so we 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 pushed him. So two you weeks. got the next best thing, which is me. Which is you. You're very. We went, we went from a giant black guy to a tiny little Jew. A tiny little former Jew. That's his right. agent. Yeah. It's you're, well behind every big black guy is a tiny little Jew. <laughs> <laughs> At least every successful one. And on that, another <laughs> bombshell. It's yeah. time to end the show. Thanks, guys. See you guys next week. Yeah. <laughs>